shit. Let's get ready to have a good time, have fun, party, and go fucking wild! Can I tell everyone how lucky they are? I think I think you should. It would help. I was almost going to be late today. That would have been a disaster for a lot of people. But I made it on time, thanks to uh, good traffic luck. It wasn't a hero Uber driver. It was just good traffic. No, I called my Uber, and uh, the guy was uh, going to be there in three minutes. And then three on the you've been there, and the time just doesn't change. Yes. And I actually got a notice on Uber. They said your driver is delayed. I'm like, oh boy. Oh, that's. So I called him, and he goes, "Hey, sorry, man. I'm stuck behind a car. There's no driver." He was on a side street, and you could hear everybody honking. <laughs> and he said, you, you might want to get somebody else, man. Gonna, you know, this might be... And I'm like, yeah. At least he was honest with Oh, you. yeah, he was great. He was, he was fine. But just some, I'm so annoyed at some random piece of shit who parked and just left his car in this... Like pro- now? I mean... At 7.30 in the morning, that's the time you have to do this? The selfishness of people never amazes. It right. never ceases to amaze me. Yeah. It's like you think, like, I can do this, but I can't do this. Or it's like when they drop somebody off or somebody stops to let someone out of their car and, like, 25 feet up or whatever, there's an empty space they could pull into. But it's not. I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. And there's parking on either side of the street, so mm-hmm. you're complete. Now there's three cars completely blocking. Yeah, I was, uh, I was delayed pretty heavily coming in, and it was, I mean, every single time, it's because there's a big accident. On the other side. Of right, the on the other side. On the other looking, side. Of the, yep, yeah, yeah. Yep, yep. There was some exploded truck, exploded pickup. I mean, it was cool to see. Yeah. I, I had to, I mean, if everybody else can slow down and take a gander, might as well. But, <laughs> but yeah, it was, uh, it was on the other side of the road. I honked my, when I realized it's rubbernecking. It's, yep. Every bit of it. There wasn't even like, you know how sometimes maybe there'll be a little, a piece of a tail light or something. Debris or that, something, yeah. No debris. No nothing. Clean roads. It it's it's it ceases uh it never ceases I keep saying that wrong. It makes me very angry and when as soon as I recognize we're in rubbernecking traffic and I can see the accent across the street and I see I lay on the horn until we're through. <laughs> I am relentless on that fucking horn because I know what they're doing. Bunch of little nosy nudges. Yeah. Ooh, what's going on over there? And when I see the head turn, I'm, I go, I go crazy. Right. I, I don't lay off the horn because it's just it's pure morbid nosiness. 
Yeah, instead of looking ahead and realizing there's freedom, the traffic is gone. You yeah. can finally get to where you're they going. They all want to take, what's going on there? What just, is that? It's everything. I, I don't know why. It just hits this place in me where I hate people because they're the same people who will complain about being upset about things, mm-hmm. about dirty jokes or about whatever. And it's like, this is who you really are. Yeah. There's a head possibly splattered and you, you, you're dying to see it. You're hoping to see a body. You're hoping to see a body. There's a damaged car there and you're hoping there's a body under it somewhere. Yeah. Is there anything else? A burning car seat. Everybody wants to see something (laughs) fucking horrendous. Something that makes it truly horrific. Yes. Yeah. Maybe that's like uh, horror movies or something where if you see it happen to somebody else, it makes it less scary. If it happens to you, maybe the fear of the unknown is worse than... That, they say that's why we look at stuff like that, like why we look at death videos and why we look at stuff. They, they, they say that that has something to do with it. I was watching a video. So there's this guy who I know, who I love on YouTube, named Wang. And he does, like, great sort of... You like him, Mike? I see you smiling. He's right up your alley. No, I just heard you talking about how much you love Wang. Oh, I was, yeah, yeah, I was yeah, thinking yeah. that, too. <laughs> Either way. <laughs> yeah. Explain that trip to Korea last <laughs> Yeah. <time. laughs> but he does, like, uh, he'll do, like, kind of short, not really documentaries, but uh, breakdown videos of, like, internet lore from like years and years oh. ago like a viral video from way back in the day and it'll be like uh uh is that right this is what it was it might be with a with an h troy you might find it better that way but yeah he, this guy's a chef i think yeah no he did a video on the mr hands video oh yeah that's him Yes, and if you go through his channel, he did a video. You remember, of course, you remember the Mister Hands. I know, video. I know the real story. I did a bit on the real guy. Yeah, I, I remember. Yeah, and he and he goes through. There it is, right there, where it says Mister Hands with the horsey in there. He's the guy. Mister Wang talked about the horse video. <laughs> <laughs> He's the guy who uh, yeah, second row. There's a horse, and it says Mister Hands on it. Mister um, Hands is the guy who made love to a horse as part of a big. Uh uh-uh, uh. Uh-uh. Horse made love to him. <laughs> I forgot about that. Kenneth Pinion. Yes, yes. Who you know who who revealed his name? Because he was just called Mister Hands. He worked for Boeing. Yes, and he was just called Mister Hands at first on all the like uh, news as they reported it. And some speculated that it's because Boeing didn't want his name getting out there. Right. You know who first revealed his name? I don't. Tom Likas. Ah, yes, on his radio show. Kenneth Pinion, <laughs> Tom Legas. So, yeah, I guess for a long time there was in in Washington State bestiality was legal because I, they were trying to take like uh, uh, what's it called? It's early and I'm blanking. You know when they when it used to be uh, big it, juicy horse cock. No, no, no oh no, sorry, wasn't the term. <laughs> <laughs> you know when uh, when like uh, the, they had like a, a bunch of. Laws on the books. Sodomy laws? Yeah. That were like clearly anti-gay. Like that's why they were there. The sodomy laws. Yeah. 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 You can't, where even in the privacy of your own house, you can't like fuck ass. Right? Yeah. Right. So when they were taking a, a lot of those laws off the books, to my understanding, in Washington, the bestiality was part of that law. Sure. So when they took that law off the books, they kind of accidentally took bestiality against the law. They, off they the book. scraped one too many barnacles off the bottom of the boat. Yeah, exactly. So then all the like zoophiles, jeez, yeah, they find out that Washington is the place to be. Yeah, of course it is. You're gonna go out there. Let's eat some cow pussy. <laughs> <laughs> That's 
that they thought. Would that be fun if you could just say it? Hey, if cop stops you, where are you going? I'm going to this farm. I'm going to eat a little cow pussy. <laughs> You're going to what? Hey, check the books. It's legal. Hey, man. It's America. This oh, yeah. is the land of the free here yeah. in Washington. If I want, if I want, to, if I want to double knuckle uh, a sheep and then clean my fingers, I'm allowed to do that. <laughs> it's America. It's America, buddy. Yeah. yeah. And so you know, there would be these like underground uh, zoophile yeah. communities on the internet that would figure out, and, and very rarely they would figure out where they could come together. Uh, as humans, like in real life, and go like, no, we're all having a big meetup, and they would find these farms they could go to, and they had favorite horses, and they yep. had favorite cows, and they had, like there was one like lunatic who wanted to let a cow have sex with him and then eat the cow, like a bull. Um, you know, just just weird. He couldn't. How could a cow have sex with him though? A cow is a vagina. A bull. Oh, a bull, and then eat the then eat the bull. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, just a weird, just weird, weird. You never did that? No. no oh, okay. No. All right. <laughs> it's just weird. I was doing a gig one time in Washington State. I think it was in Seattle. And I was I did a bit about this Boeing engineer who was, you know, I did this long Mr. Trip, Hands. Mr. Hands, Kenneth Payne. And there was somebody in the audience, and he was, yeah. And I'm like, what, what, what? And he was talking, the girl he was with worked as a, she worked at that farm, not in a sexual capacity, no. but doing something. And I thought they were joking at first but she seemed very embarrassed by it and like she was like she she was in some administrative weird job in this place that they would go to and she was not very keen on talking but she was at the show that's amazing yeah it was great a little piece of history right little there. piece of history i should have taken a picture with her so <laughs> <laughs> the secretary in horse fuck farm yeah she knew the horse <laughs> yeah i would love to meet that horse yeah i'll just pat him and go good boy yeah you did what you should have done <laughs> so so, you know, Mr. Hands is up there, and he wasn't, like, necessarily a vet, the way some of the other... Not, not a veterinarian, a veteran at this stuff. Right. Like, he hadn't done it as much as some of the other fellas had. Uh, but, you know, he goes up to Washington, you know, has sex with some horses, and then this one horse, he can't handle it. And the horse, as you know, Jim, I don't know if you know, uh, uh, Mike, the intern, perforated his colon. Yeah. You know, ripped the, just ripped him to shreds. It's a big horse, and Mr. Hands Big couldn't... juicy horse cock. <laughs> it's a big juicy horse cock. Just say it. No, it, that's what it is. Yeah, yeah. Am I lying? It... No. I can't sue this guy for slander. I'll tell you that right now. Yeah, it's no big deal. Just say it. <laughs> that's what happened, because he's not used, body's not used to taking... Taking a, what? A big juicy horse cock. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, he doesn't want to go to the hospital afterwards. <laughs> <You> fucking idiot. <laughs> Have you seen the video? No. Oh, well, I think Mr. Hand, we should show him. If you can find it. It's not very graphic. And by the way, I don't fault Kenneth. Well, I'll, I'll, okay. I'll fault the other guy. So he doesn't go to the hospital at first. It's not in there. Yeah, no, just the intro's in there. There's it no way. Be, there's you no can't way. put it on YouTube. Oh. No. And by the way. It's yeah, bestiality. It, it, you have to just find it on the internet. It's, it's around. I've watched it recently. You have recently? Well, with, let's just say another podcast I was a part of. Wanted to explain what it was. I gotcha. <laughs> I gotcha. Oh, damn it. <laughs> I mean, can I find that in Google? Yes. They have bestiality in Google? Mr. Hands. Just say Mr. Hands. You'll find it. Come on, Troy. Come on. It's fun to watch just, somebody pretend they don't know how to search for something. It's no big deal, right? Yeah. Mr. What Hands did, fucking horse? Well, what did what did he have inside him? What was it? No, Mr. Hands is not even... Is neither, Mr. Mr. Hands is not the horse, and it's not the other guy. What's the guy's nickname? It's, it's, no, Mr. Hands yeah. uh, is the guy who's holding the horse dick... 
who lets it slip? Oh. Who, by the way, does not do his job properly. His job is to act as a as a as a kind of a stopper, an O ring stopper oh. to the big juicy horse cock, and he doesn't do it. He goes, he just lets it go, and that's why the horse buries his dick inside a Kenny pin. Is that he fucking uh, <laughs> the guy was supposed to keep his hand there to stop the horse from doing that, right. and I guess he got caught up. That's Mr. Hands. He has his hands there, guiding right. the horse penis. That's why he's Mr. Hands. Of course, of course, the There's, unsung hero. The horse, video. what? Big, the big juicy horse cock. Gotcha. Yeah. So uh, heavy. <laughs> so he doesn't go to the hospital because he doesn't want to blow it for everybody. But after a few hours, it's like, dude, you're not going to be able to walk this off. And a couple of the other guys bring him to the hospital. Yeah. But they just drop him of off. Of course. Like they just like they're like, hey, can you check out our friend? And they run and get the doctor, and then those guys bounce out. Like we're like, uh, no, literally, no, he should have got a ride from the horse that did the damage. <laughs> But by the time, you know, they get him into an emergency room, he's dead. Oh, man. So he got... Was it sepsis or something he died of? Something like that. I forget what what he actually died of, but it it was something from all the fecal matter getting into his... Fecal matter getting into his blood. (laughs) I've never seen his face. That's him? Yeah, that's him. Yeah, normal looking guy. Looks like Harry Hamlin or one of those, like, handsome actors from the, like, 86. See, but look at the headline. The headline has him as Mr. Hands. Mr. Hands, who died after having sex with a stallion horse. He, every story, your story makes sense. I'm yeah. not, I'm not yeah. arguing it. But every person that I've ever heard explain the story has Kenny P as Mr. Of Hands. Of course they do, because they, they always go for they the easy understand. headline. But they don't, they don't look at the true star. It's almost like when you're talking about a film. Yeah. Most people don't talk about the the, the director of photography, right. but they'll, they'll they'll praise Kubrick or, or Tarantino, but they don't praise the, the director of photography. Right. So I think that's kind of this guy is not getting the praise he deserves. Mr. Hands, the man the with Mr. the hands. hands, right? Yeah, we got to find the video itself, and, and it does exist. <laughs> it does exist. Oh, I yes. mean, it does exist. But so okay, so I'm watching this, and apparently, yeah, a lot of the zoophile community got real mad at Kenny Pins, yeah, because. They thought the reason that all this happened was because he's a rookie and can't take it. Like, this wasn't the first time that that... I love that you went to DuckDuckGo. You don't, have to, you don't right? have to go to DuckDuckGo. It's, <laughs> it's the just... only way to get around it, right? Oh, maybe. Well, you, Google, went... you can't Google horse fucking. Yeah, you can. Mr. Hands. Sure. Mr. Hands is legendary. It's a classic it's... internet video. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's like it's a wonderful life. It's... <laughs> it is. It is. <laughs> Yeah, it's the equestrian version. Let me try Duck Duck. And you can tell the guy, Mr. Hands, is so impressed with the with the amount of dick that the, that's YouTube. It's not going to be on there. The amount of dick that the horse is is ready to is able to give this man. Yes. And, and Mr. Hands, uh, uh, Riley moved his hands aside. <laughs> what did he? Was he wry? Very wry fashion. But yes, they got real mad at Kenny Pins. Yeah, because he blew the party for everybody. Yeah. So after this story like got so much notoriety, that's when they were like Washington was like, you know what? Let me put uh, let me put these bestiality laws back on the books. I still don't think that should be illegal. Like bestiality? Fuck, fucking a small animal, like where you're a bully should be. But if you want a horse to stick his dick in you, you're not hurting the horse. The horse probably loves it. Probably, that well, horse is probably a legend. Which is interesting. To other horses. That's where. So they tried to arrest the person who was organizing all this on something. That's the guy that killed the engineer. What? what? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, they had to, like, neuter whatever the horse. Why? Because they were afraid that people would sneak into wherever the horse was to get Uh, fucked by the legendary... That big juicy horse cock. Yeah, it's understandable. That's what they were looking for. Yeah, of course. So, yes, they were trying to get the guy who organized it on something. 
on a crime. They're like, we got to put this guy in jail. They're like, well, there's no bestiality laws on the books, so we can't do that. And then they tried to get animal cruelty charges. And apparently there was no evidence of the animals not enjoying it. The, the, the horse was having, how do I say this, a ball. <laughs> he was having the time of his life. That's like pulling somebody out of a New Year's Eve party as they're drinking and holding their beverage in the air and going, well, I'm sorry that the host is treating you so cruelly. <laughs> you know, you're not understanding this. So all they could do was get him on uh, trespassing because he didn't own the farm. It was this lady worked on the farm, but it wasn't his farm. Oh. So they got the guy on trespassing, but it was like a year suspended sentence. Who or is that guy? Like that. The guy who was organizing yeah. all of it. Oh, he talks about him. Come and, meet Sea Biscuit. Yeah, mm. he's got a he's got a uh, mug shot and everything because he got arrested for bestiality down the road again. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he's around it all the time. How do you resist? <laughs> yeah, no, I get that. Big juicy horse cock just hanging there. Oh it yeah, smells like the barn. Yeah, no, I see. It's got hay in it. But so the th- <laughs> <laughs> the theory that Wang presented was that the Mister Hands video itself is not. The death video. That's not the incident that killed this guy. He he thinks that it is the guy. It is Kenny Pins. Right. But he thinks it was an earlier incident because why would – at what point would they upload the video? Okay. Oh, you I see. What I'm see. Saying? Why would they? Because he died? Right. And they're trying to like, you know – yeah, but it's low res. You can't really tell. Kenny I, I Pins don't... was a was a was he wasn't a veteran, but he wasn't a first timer either. No, but that horse. The, the the reason I think that maybe is because the amount of dick that horse put in that guy. It, it just makes sense that it killed him. Like Mr. Hands, there was so much did, uh, juicy horse cock. Gotcha. Mr. Hands did not do a good job, um, and you, you, I, I hope he was fired from his position. Uh, yes, yeah, position as. Uh, I mean, understandable. He did provide the fun. BG, BJHC handler? Uh, yeah. The yeah. BJHC handler? You Mike's trying to help uh, Troy navigate this. Mike's... You trying to help him navigate it? Yeah, I found it. You found it? See, Mike's... Well, Mike Mike's knows. Inter Mike knows. Inter Mike knows where it is. He knows exactly he where to go. Just do the fake search for a few minutes, but he knows. Inter Mike just had to take a second to log into his own personal account. So yeah, of course. Bookmark. Just go down history. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I there know. it is. Look at this. This is a classic. See now, you can see the guy with the watch. Watch the guy with the the. the quick, dude. Yeah, look. See how look at Mister Haley. He's holding his hands there. Unsung hero. His job is the O ring. The horse is putting its big juicy penis in this little tiny hiney, and look what he's holding it. There you go. Hey, settle down there and watch. Oh. He moves his. See, oh, the horse is all. Yeah, I don't there's a little that. bit of oh, oops, a daisy. Oops, a daisy. Uh, look at that. Oh, okay. Yeah. I don't, I'm not. And, I, and he just watches it happen. I'm not. I'm not watching. It's. It's. I mean that. Ah, look at the horse. There's the evidence. There's the evidence that we're having a great old time. What do we think, Mon- What are we thinking, Montone? You just. Uh... <laughs> the horse's dick is the length of the victim's femur. That's yeah. why I think it was the real video because. Well, there's not that many horses. There's not like a lot of small penis horses. That's a great point. Yeah. There's not. You don't. See a lot of tiny cocked horses. Yeah, I would imagine that there are many in the zoophile community that have had sex with horses that an individual like you or I would say, no, this would kill, yeah. a, this would kill an horse. A horse with man. a six-inch dick will never get any extra oats for Christmas. That's right. That's what they say. That's an old saying. Have you never seen that before? No, I'm a, I don't watch it. I'm aware of it. I mean, yeah. It's I know what it is. It's disturbing. Especially when you hear it, it goes, Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> No, I'm very familiar with the legacy and the lore, the tale. Yeah. 
but I'm not going to watch the. Yeah, it's there. No, I'm aware that it's sure. There. Sure. Did you see Mr. Hands holding it, though? Did you see the O-ring? And he didn't do his job. Mr. Hands? Didn't do his job. Dude, I bet he didn't even take responsibility for that. No, and he, and he should have. I hope that guy got his money back, at least. Towards funeral expenses. Kenny Pence? Yeah. Well, yeah, he was also, like, apparently he was, like, a divorced guy with a couple kids that he was, like, building a barn that he wanted to... Oh, it's just... Yeah. You imagine that you... Um... Oh, what is James not... Uh... James in Minnesota. What's up, James? Hey, Graham. How are you? Hi. Hi, James. Fellas. Yeah. yeah. Sam, I-, I mean, you are fantastic. Thank you. But Jim needs you to speed it up, buddy. What do you mean? You have to throw him more fastballs. Jim's more of a reactive comedian. Huh? Need you to throw fastballs. James, can I ask you a question? <laughs> sure. Have you had a couple cocktails this morning? No, no cocktails, sir. No, no. Are you uh, just just a nice, clean, and sober morning, huh? Now, now, James, it does say that Jim and Sam need to grow balls. What do we need to grow? I mean, we're talking pretty graphically about uh, obviously a video that that should not be joked about. It should be jerked off to. But we're, ta- we're <laughs> that talking. Is, I would agree. I would agree. But when I said that, I mean, overall, this show has become so tame. So tame. Well, what is it you like us? Bit- I'm, 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 I'm not he arguing with you. He wants a stallion of a show. Like uh, the horse. That, yeah. That sex with Mr. Hands. <laughs> yeah, like, what don't we talk about that we should talk about? No, I wouldn't say what you don't talk about. I would say some of the skits get played out, like, you know, your curtains, the photo, the picture. It used to be so much faster, and with Opie there, he would see things that is not funny anymore, and he would move on and say, hey, let's go to something else. This is a Let's go to something else. This isn't working. Yes, uh, that's, that's what we're lacking. I appreciate the. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No. no I, I know. I am, I'm. I'm listening to you. Look, there's certain things uh, we would love to say and do that are that are much meaner and much harsher. But again, we we work for a company that we know is not afraid to fire people. So yeah, you are a little more cautious than you would have been ten years ago. I, I hate that to, we have to be that I, way. I, I agree with that. I agree with that. But Jim, there's an episode of you. When there was this guy who thought he had won the lottery, some restaurant guy thought he, and he was totally wrong. Yeah. You shredded that shit for an hour, dude. I'm talking, I was in stitches laughing my ass off. Thank you. I don't remember that. It was just that easy for you. And so sometimes when I'm listening, I'm like, come on, Sam, come on, Sam, give that dude something real so he can eat that shit up. Well, I don't blame Sam for my lack of ability. <laughs> I'll take a lot of responsibility. On yeah, my yeah, shoulders. yeah. I'm, I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll take the hit on my stuff. <laughs> Sam can deal with his own uh, uh, shortcomings, which there are many. But I will, uh, I'll own up to that one. Any lack of speed, I will, I will own myself. All right. Well, we, we appreciate it, James. What, what, I, 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 I get what you're saying. I need to clear one other thing up with you, Jim. All right. I really do need to clean this up. Okay. Appropriation is not about. Shoe color, hair color, or anything like that. Okay. Taco Bell, Chipotle are a great example of appropriation from the Mexican people. Meaning, the people at the top 
is not the race that it started. Those people are wealthy white men. Yeah. Nothing to do with language or hair color or anything like that. Has everything to do with money. See, let me tell you, James. James, let me just to jump in. What you're saying is, and I don't want to get go down the well on this, but they are they are appropriation is being is talking about like if a white guy has dreadlocks. Even if he was raised in an area like Jamaica, which I, I remember reading about that, some college dude, they're accused of appropriation. If you wear the wrong Halloween costume, you're accused of appropriation. Like Chet Hanks? Yeah, so it's not just I'm right. So it's being it's used original. kind of colloquially to describe anybody white who's doing anything that isn't blonde hair, blue-eyed, polka dancing. I'm telling you, in an <laughs> original definition, it is incorrect. All right, maybe. That is not Racial appropriation at all. Okay, all right, James. I'll leave it at that. All right, thank you for the call. All right, thank you. All right, Dalton. That's right, bye. All right, thank, thank you. you. Uh, let's go to Greg in Chicago. What's up, Greg? Hey, guys. Hello. Uh, so uh, yesterday th- there was a guy who uh, retold a horrible story of how uh, <laughs> Jay Gomez uh, pulled a prank on a, like a fox uh, yes. person. Yes. So, uh, yeah, so I saw the video last night. It's on YouTube, like a whole 29-minute uh, video, and it was fucking great, hilarious. It seemed like it happened organically between Dave Smith, Louis J. Gomez, and then Dan Soder being pulled in. Right. And it was, Dan Soder was at his best. It was a magical fucking moment. I think even the Fox, uh, the person who's doing the documentary uh, would laugh about it. Like on YouTube, she replied, or on Twitter, she replied to Louis J. Gomez. Like, she laughed at the whole prank. Yeah. It's it's so fucking good. You guys figure out a way to, to play it on the radio. It's like 29-minute clip. It's a little uh, long, but maybe we can take some highlights. And by the way, you're right. She, I, I know her. And I know the woman. I was texting with her last night, mm-hmm. and uh, she thought it was very funny. And she she yeah, praised she it. She's like great. Yeah, she yeah. is a good sport. Oh. She's actually she's she likes comedy, and uh, they, she is uh, kind of heading a documentary over there for Thank one you, of the production companies. Thank you. She was she was she thought it was very funny. Yeah, and was, she was like, I wonder why he, why Dave kept talking about Lewis, but then I figured maybe they had a bond. <laughs> <laughs> I was watching the clip. It was really funny. It's from Legion of Skanks, I guess, uh, two nights ago. Yeah, but. Yeah, Dave Smith called the reporter and then put Soder on, like, three-way calling. Yeah. And then shut up. So that way the reporter was just on the phone with who she thought was Dave Chappelle because Soder does a very good Chappelle impression. And he just kept talking about how great Louis J. Gomez is and how he's one of the funniest people he's ever seen. And it was very funny. I didn't know he did that impression. Yeah. He's very funny. Soder is amazing. Yes, he is. Andrew in South Beach. I need <laughs> you to slow down. <laughs> okay, I'm getting some mixed signals yep. today. I'm, I was just trying to pick it up a little bit, and now apparently I'm going too fast. All right, I'll slow down a little no, bit. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> Thank you. You speak too fast. <laughs> Thank you, Andrew. Thank you. <laughs> oh. <Come on! laughs> He didn't have anything. No, he didn't. He's hard to say the name, and he figured we'd hang up. We waited, and he had nothing. Yeah. All right. Hoping he'd have a little something after. Um, So wait, as far as Mr. Wang saying that that dick video is not not real. Mr. Wang, it's just Wang. Wang. I don't know if he's right or not. Hey, Wang. It's just a theory. (laughs) Uh, I I don't know if he's right or not. um, Because that video, that looks like it could have just been somebody uploaded it because it was what it was. Um, But that that 
horse putting that much dick in that guy makes sense that he's dead. Yeah, but it, that was happening. Was it really? Yeah, it was like they would go to that camp specifically. They would have, I mean, that farm specifically. They would get together as a group. They would have favorite horses. Right, but for... That was based on wiener size. But did they typically go that far? Like, like it doesn't make sense that a horse would typically be able to put two feet of dick in you and you survive. Because your body, again, it, it just... It's amazing what the body does. Yes. What the body will take. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Ray in Georgia. What's up, Ray? Clearly, James is, is an anti-horse fucker. I find it hilarious and informative. Yes, I agree. I think horse fucking <laughs> is a hoot. Um, and I think being fu- horse fucking is actually that'd be like calling it horse rustling if the horse stole the, the guy. Mm-hmm. No, it's the horses doing the fucking. Right, right, and that's a that's a big a difference mistake a lot sure. of people make. Fucking a cow or fucking a horse might be inappropriate, but just taking horse dick, you're not hurting the horse at all. No, and the horse is probably not used to that, that level of snugness, which is why he came so fast. <laughs> yeah, it was quick. Yeah, it was quick. Horse worked well under pressure. Yeah, the camera didn't bother him. Well, yeah, the guy no. was the little hands didn't bother him. <laughs> <laughs> fucking light shining on him. What's with these little hands here? Yeah. <laughs> Dick the horse's his dick must have felt so big with those little hands on it. That's probably what. Because the horse has yeah. never grabbed his own dick. No. Do you understand no horses? Horse the disadvantage of having a dick that big is you never get to fuck with it yourself because they have hooves. And they got those metal shoes on too. Metal shoes. Yeah. A horse has never held its own dick. You ever think about that? No, it's it's <laughs> shocking to think. Of. Never held its own dick. They have a giant dicks. A whale has never held its own dick. I didn't realize we were going to start the morning sad. No, but when you think of it, the most impressive cocks in nature have never been held by their owners. Horse just has to kind of pee Hmm. and then let it drip dry and stinks and it gets dirt in it. You got to scoop it out. Yeah. And then you pull it back into its sheath. For horse's balls, he's in deep trouble. Oh, yeah. He's in Dutch. Yes, he is. That's what Mr. Ed would say, guys. I'm in Dutch. Yeah, guys. <laughs> I got a real problem yeah, help here. Me, help me out. Yeah, where's Mr. Hands? <laughs> yep, never grabbed its own dick. Uh, sad. It's, it's sad. It's, it's a sad. shame. Yeah, you ever see a whale cock? I don't know that I've ever seen. Oh. Enter Mike. Uh, I've seen a dork before. A dork? That's what it's called, the whale's penis. Is it? I didn't know that. Oh. Is that why they call me that? Why do they call? Why, why is it called a dork? I have no idea why it's called the dork. It's just called a dork. I wonder if that's where dork comes from. Yeah. If like you're just calling people a nerd and they don't even realize you're calling them a whale penis. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, the dork of the blue whale is the largest of all mammals. I guess that makes sense. Whales are so big. Huge. They would have to be... They would have to have giant wieners. If you're 100 feet long and your dick is anything under 10 feet, you're the laughing stock of the mammal kingdom. Yeah, you could have a foot and a half penis and it would look like a micro penis. Yes, it would. Yeah, they're giant whale dicks. They're almost five feet long. They're weird shaped, though. No, it's eight eight foot two. Wow. (laughs) An eight foot cock. Oh, that's that's where it starts. Between eight foot two and 9.8 feet. Yeah, dick. it sure is. Yeah, well, it's got to be, and a diameter of twelve inches. Looks like a giant carrot. What an unattractive penis! It's yeah. silly. Well, oh. it looks like a tongue. Yeah, it kind of. It, it's a big pink thing. It bends. 
It probably just kind of slips in because they're in the water. They're bouncing around. Both imagine, fat. Imagine if you're whale. You're out whale, like whale looking, whale peeping, whale whatever watching, they call it. Yeah. yeah, whale watching, and the whale just flips up on its belly and shows you its dick. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah. that rascal. Get, get that rascal back in the water. Yeah, yeah. You, have to, you have to sue him. I can't believe people do it like taxidermy. Like actually, just put the penis on the wall. Yeah, I hunted this whale. I got his penis. He got he got my eye, but I got his dick. I'd like to do pull ups on it. You imagine doing pull ups on a whale dick? What kind of pull up bar is this? Well, it's fun. Oh, yeah, you're shaking your hands off. I was gonna eat some baby carrots last night, and they were slimy. Eat a, that means they're going bad. Yeah. I, I had to look it up. When they get a little soft. Is there anything worse than the slimy baby? It's like someone blew snot on your baby carrots. No, you want, yeah, that film. That I can't think of film. what makes me angrier than a slimy baby carrot. No, you need a nice, you need a nice crunch. Yeah, nice crunch. Nice I, crisp crunch. Yeah, furious. You Are you wrapping it in meat? No, 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 deli meat. Can't eat it. How come you can't eat cold cuts? It's not part it's salt. It's bullshit. It's all terrible food. I can't eat it. Oh, it is? Yeah. I'm almost three months in. I can't eat that stuff. That sucks that you can't have meat carrots. I know. No meat carrots. Is that Tur- even turkey? No, no processed food, no deli meats, no cold cuts. Are you going to do meat carrots as an appetizer at Thanksgiving since that's going to be your fatty pig day? No, uh, I'm not going to. I'm going to eat a good turkey, some stuffing, gravy. Oh, yeah. And, I, I, and, and some pieces of pumpkin pie. <laughs> I'm going to eat some nice desserts. I'm, I'm going to eat until I feel like I have to either throw up or shit. Yeah, that's smart. And yeah. then while you're on the turlet, yeah. you can have a, a couple extra bites. I probably will. Just make it count. Yeah. I'm going to go see a few friends. Yeah? I think so, yeah. Ooh. Hint, hint. Mm. That's exciting. Yeah. <laughs> Do we know these friends? No, you. Oh. <laughs> no, but I'm gonna, we have a nice dinner reservations. Do you? Yeah. You're going to a restaurant for Thanksgiving? Yeah, I'm going to see my family earlier in the week. No, you can come to the Roberts Thanksgiving. No, I can't. I want to impose. It's not an imposition. No, they like will come. Okay. okay, I mean, okay. I was just being polite. No, I know. But your mother's, <laughs> your mother's cakes are really good. She does. She. Let me tell you something. I would be going just for your mother's desserts. She makes a mean pumpkin pie. Yeah, what would I bring? I would be embarrassed to bring anything to the Roberts house. What would you bring? I don't know. I would have to bring something very impressed. Levain's cookies. Something That's that. The move. E- yeah, just bring Levain's. Something that even the Roberts would enjoy. Yeah, Levain's cookies. I mean, look. You could just walk in and say, my presence is a present, you know? No, I, I, I don't know. I, I think your parents tolerate me. They probably... No, they like you. No, they... they, they I mean, they... You kidding me? They, they, you gave their son a living. They probably like, <laughs> you know, we like him, but he's just too dirty. I don't know. Sammy, I think you should have your own Because yeah, What were you guys talking Sammy, about? Sammy, why does he do that? You're being cute, and he says horse cock. Yeah. <laughs> I like the way... You kind of dance around it, and I like that you do that, but he just says the big... Ju- I don't want him to Yeah. That. Yes, I, don't, I, I don't want to repeat it. Then you make her repeat it. Right. So what are you exactly are you talking about, Mom? I think Juicy Horse Cock. Why does he have to say that? <laughs> oh, for no freaking. <laughs> he just said it so. It's like once is enough. Somebody's got to teach him the art of subtlety. I'm dying for Thanksgiving food. I'm come just over craving the, Come over to the Roberts house. There'll be so much Thanksgiving food. Yeah, my family's just going to a restaurant down in far. Yeah, go see your family earlier in the week. Then yeah. come have a... Home cooked meal in the best Chester. Well, we'll go to we'll go to a restaurant. We don't want to impose on the whole family dinner. We'll go to a restaurant and then come up and say hello after. Do you like how I just hinted and invited myself? So you're really just coming for the pumpkin pie? Yeah, just a just a dessert. Sure. I mean, there'll be stuffing too. Oh, I love stuff. Are the raisins in it? No raisins. Good. 
No raisins. No fuck. Fuck no. Do you eat raisins and stuffing? No. Some no. people okay. do. Why? Good. I, I have a legit. Why do white people do that? Put raisins in fucking everything. Honestly, because it's wholesome and of the Lord. <laughs> yeah, it's good. It's the way God intended it. <laughs> I don't know, to be honest. I, I have no idea who started it or why it's that way. It drives me crazy. And of all things, raisins. I know. I know. Somebody it, complained about the stuffing is too bready and, and, and too stuffing-ish, and they wanted to sweeten it up. That's all it is, to sweeten it up. No. My mom was raised uh, by a southern family, so no, there's no raisins in the stuffing. Fire, then. Yeah. It's good. Yeah. It's real good. I like nice a good stuffing with a little gravy. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Sometimes I think that my lineage could be garbage. Because, you know, my mom is like this is a a family like when I was growing up, she was like, Yeah, I make banana pudding. It's like a it's a it's a recipe that has been passed down from your grandmother. I was like, this is great. And I was an adult before I found out it's literally on the side of the Nilla Wafers box. <laughs> that's that, oh, that's the, <laughs> no. I mean, it's well, it's well presented. It's still good, though. Yeah, it's well made. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. They wouldn't put it on the box if it wasn't good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I'm craving thanks- treats. No, the Thanksgiving spread is good at the house. You should come. Yeah, I, I, I keep forgetting it's a week from this Thursday. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, it's not this. Not tomorrow. No, you're no. hoping it's tomorrow. Yeah, but I want to. <laughs> I want to drop a couple more before then because I know I am going to be a, uh, a a real oinker on Thanksgiving. I'll bring the pull up bar. You can knock out a couple of pull ups. Yeah, get back to the stuffing while the family's eating. You just hear me in the other room. Yeah, <laughs> drawing attention to yourself. How many has he done? No, this is the first one. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. That's his warm up. Yeah. He's doing push ups. He's got bad shoulders. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Steve in Florida. What's up, Steve? Hey, Jim, boys, and, uh, you know, Templeton. Um, <laughs> I, I, I just wanted to disagree with that James guy. I mean, I've just been listening to the show since, like, 98, 99, and um, this iteration with uh, Jim and Rat Boy mm-hmm. is definitely better than uh, with uh, the former Jim and GH. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you, you could almost equate, like, the break with Jim and GH when... You could equate it to that horse video when it's like the guy's kind of enjoying it. And then you could kind of see when that, it just goes in too far and you have that, oh God moment. Yeah, when <laughs> Esther Koo moved her hands. Esther Koo was Mr. Hands. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was the moment. That was what I was going to say, damn it. In all honesty, it was. You know what, Steve? We, I mean, look, me and Obi had some fun moments. I mean, obviously, there was there was some really good shows, and definitely. Um, yeah. You know, it, to be when truthful, we had we awesome. had some fun some fun shows together, mm-hmm. but we we just stopped liking each other, and that stuff uh, b- b- bleeds into your creativity. So by that point, oh, yeah. Esther was not the cause of it. It was just that point. Hey, you're kind of done with each other, and that's it. And that's we we were yeah. done with each other for a while. That's all. That was that was actually that moment when I heard when you guys kind of got into it when she and you should bring her on the show, man. She's she's. I love Esther. Yeah, I, I think too. she's hilarious, but she's in L.A. and uh, or oh, she's Miami. She's oh, she is she yeah, in Florida? I wasn't sure where she was. Smart. Oh, she's in Florida. Oh, geez, she should tell her to come over. I think my wife would be happy with that. Yeah, Esther's oh, Esther's okay, a real treat. Steve. I would love okay, to, I would love Steve. to have her on the show again. All right, yeah, thanks, that buddy. Moment, that one argument. All right, bye, guys. All right, thank you, Steve. Yeah, yeah. It's an exciting time. It's the yeah. most wonderful time of the year. Yes, it is. Yes. Yes, it is. Yes. And I'm looking forward to it. And the place we're going has a, a it typically does seafood, but ha- it's a good restaurant. They're having a nice turkey spread, prefix menu, and we can also order some seafood as well. I want to get some sushi. Have a nice Thanksgiving. Well, that'd be nice. Yeah. 
come by the Bestchester, get a couple of to, to go boxes for Piece the Roberts pie. residence. No, but I might. I literally hope I don't have the old Thanksgiving log hit while I'm approaching the Roberts home. Well, you could stop it. I mean, there's plenty of restaurants. But to I would stop hate it. to. Don't, I would be so no, embarrassed no... to use the Roberts toilet. Blow up the Roberts toilet. Would you? Of course. No. I had a shit. <laughs> Fuck yeah. You would wait and at my parents' house. <laughs> if I had to shit at your parents' house, yes, I would. Well, that's not respectful. <laughs> Where am I supposed to shit? Well, you go before you come. I would appreciate that, and we'll put that around the room. <laughs> that's the, please go before you come. Yeah, to be embarrassed if I if you if you if you clog the toilet in the Roberts house. Where's Jimmy? Yeah. Where did Jimmy go? And I came out. Uh, hey, Mister R, you plunger. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, it's probably how it would go. Have you ever clogged a bowl? But yeah, they'll get clogged from time to time. Very rarely do I, but I have it. I have. It feels like an accomplishment when you do, and it's not paper. Or yeah, it does. It, it, like especially when it, when it when it Nessies when the log. <laughs> you ever see the famous photo of Nessie poking of out of the water? Of course. Look up the the surgeon's photo. It's called Loch Ness monster. This just if you look up Loch Ness the surgeon's photo, you, you'll see when my logs do this. The the pride I feel. Uh, I, I can't even get your lady in the room. Hey, come here. You got to see this. You you literally have to. There we go. Yeah, when my log does that, when it pokes, when it, <laughs> when actually it, you have a it, picture just like that framed in your house, but it's not the Loch Ness. It's not monster. the Loch. It's you know, it's a Loch Ness monster when it nessies. Log Ness. I, I love it when a log nessies in the bowl, it just kind of poke, <laughs> pokes out. Uh, but yeah, but also what the great feeling is when you use a plunger and it actually works, and you hear the, like the and then right. it, like that feeling of clearing the bowl is also very satisfying. And you feel like a man. You feel like you yeah. know. Look at look at me taking care of the home. Yeah, I plunged a toilet. Yeah, when you do house things. Yeah, yeah, it feels good. Yeah, it does. How about when you're at a restaurant and you clog the toilet, and then you, have to, you walk out and you're like, "Oh, that's not my problem." But then you have to sit there and eat dinner. That's ever happened? Not in a restaurant. No. no. Okay. Well, what? <laughs> you you've taken a shit so big mid dinner in a restaurant that yeah. you clogged the toilet? Yeah. Well, sometimes the plumbing doesn't work. Good. Imagine if he was eating in Louis. He, he fucking uh, Michael never would have been able to shoot Salazzo and McCluskey. <laughs> <laughs> It's just, Michael goes in to get the gun. Troy's like, look, it's going to be a minute. Yeah, yeah, we could tape the gun behind it. He just sees Troy's shoes under the fucking stall door. Really would have messed up their plan. Yeah, it really would have. Yeah, busy in here, buddy. Like, or, or it was right after Troy left, so he goes to get the gun. He goes, oh. It's oh, not worth it. It's oh, not worth it. Let, oh, let them no. kill my father in the hospital. This is not worth it. I'm not dealing with this. No, I very rarely clog. I've clogged a few bowls, but always in the house, luckily. Yeah. Yeah, it's much better when it's in the house. Sure. Although now you got a housemate, so even now there's still going to be a witness to it. Yeah, but I wouldn't give a shit. I mean, it would be embarrassing a little bit, but it's more funny. Right. Ah, I did. You know I'm doing this. Yeah. You know I'm getting out of you. That's the sound of a plunger, and you know why. Yep. Yeah. Big boy made a duty. <laughs> stiff-legging. I was stiff-legging, and this is what happened. Right. This is why the legs were so stiff. Yeah. I get it. Yeah. So did you watch... Uh, Inter Mike came in all excited today because his boy... Uh, DJT was uh, making the big speech. Woo! I did. <laughs> I watched. Uh, I watched the. Uh, I watched the speech, but I. It's just not. Doesn't have the same energy behind it. No. Doesn't have the same energy. No. Meaning behind the people around him. Well, yeah. No, I think. Uh, 
Yeah, the machine's already rallying against him. Yep. They don't – yeah, they don't want him as the candidate. No, the they don't. The Republicans don't want him as the candidate. They do not want him at all, and it looks like uh, a lot of people kind of – anyone who is like they call – I hate what they're called election deniers, but anybody who is kind of saying, hey, we should maybe overturn this or it's not right – uh, except for like a few, like Marjorie Taylor Greene. I think most of those people didn't win, so it looks bad for him. Yeah, he's trying to get. He was campaigning a little for Herschel Walker. <laughs> <laughs> I want to like Herschel because I'm such a cowboy fan. Well, you can like him. I like on the Herschel. Cowboys. Yes, I do. You can like him as a person. I do, but I. It's almost like I don't care if he had abortions. And you could, you're allowed to just go, hey man, I, that was a part of my life. But but when when your own son and your own ex wives are going, he's lying. <laughs> That's what they're saying. Yeah, he had a fucking he had a punch card at the clinic. Yeah, the Donald one. <laughs> Abort ten, kill one free. <laughs> Is this a Herschel? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was like a way of life for a while. Yeah. Yeah, he's an athlete. He's a good-looking athlete. Very famous guy. Yeah. In perfect shape. Fucking banging everybody. Right. I get it. I'd have done the same thing if I was Herschel. I would have yeah. fucked everyone, and I would have, I, I would have, I would have just, you know, hop in. We'll easy pass to the clinic. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. Why is this saved in your GPS? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Favorite locations. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, although he's coming out with some wild statements, he said he wanted to. Uh... <laughs> David in Ohio. Uh, yeah, I was um, asking, wanted to ask Jim, how could you be so rude not to show up to Jim's, or uh, sorry, Sam's Thanksgiving when Mrs. Roberts has spent so much time making those famous cookies for you? Do you know what's funny? This That's when she told me she didn't like that bit. I, I don't blame her, and I'm, I'm deeply ashamed That's of that. That's embarrassing thing for you to have to deal with. That's an- I, I will say this. There's two calls on the screen. I was looking at the other one. I didn't even get that one until oh. you just said it. The, the oh. other <laughs> Both are hilarious. Eric. Eric in Chicago. Morning, guys. Hey. Real quick story. A buddy of mine took one of those massive shits, and it was one of the ones where he had to, like, sit up off the seat because it was coming straight up at him. Uh-huh. He, he got up. It was sticking straight out of the toilet, and the first thing he thought of is, I'm going to unscrew the light bulb so when my girlfriend comes in, she's going to sit on it. And she did. Oh, no. <laughs> she sat No. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's. I really hope that's true. It is without a doubt true. She told the story. That's incredible. Oh God, what, what wonder, what heroes, what a great story. Imagine your girl. Because by the time she sits on it, it's cold, and there's nothing worse than a, a tapering log that's cooled off, <laughs> like stalactite. It's, it's so thank you very disgusting. much, Eric. So yeah. disgusting. All right, be good. God bless her, and God bless him for unscrewing that light bulb. Yeah, what a hero. Yeah, so Trump is running. Uh, it'll be between him and DeSantis, and uh, I, I don't know. His, Ivanka's not going to be involved. She's Ivanka said that she's uh, out I, the game. I love my father very much, but I'm going to focus on my kids and my private life. And Don Jr. was going to make it, but they said he was. At, the weather was terrible yesterday, and they said he had he had a flight delay. Couldn't he couldn't get there? But he's on board. Don Jr. I'm sure board. he is. Yeah. But uh, what about Eric? Eric? Yeah, he was there. Donald Trump, baby. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't know. I, I don't think he says he, he wants to give drug dealers the death penalty. 
I mean, just all of them. I, I like Trump for his anti-policing the world status. I love that. He kept talking about how much he, he was not giving other countries money. I, I like that. I, yeah. I don't mind giving a little Ukraine, but I think it's getting to a point of being a little ridiculous at this point. And, and let's, let's stop it. Yeah. Stop asking me for more fucking money and then handing billions over. I'm a little sick of that. But He made it seem like the country was all together as one before COVID. Yeah, it might be just, a little bit of a stretch. It's, it's nonsense. It's, it's, <laughs> and it's never going to be, no matter who wins. Right? Of course. So, it's not. It's not all together now. It, uh, yeah. Yeah, and and I think DeSantis is a, a much bigger threat to the Democrats than Trump is. But who knows if he'll get the you mean nomination? Demonious? Yeah. He's because he's a guy who has a lot of Trump's beliefs. He's a real conservative. And he's, and he's a politician. And he's one of them. Yeah. Him and Joe will have debates where they're, oh, now, Mr. President, like, he's a part of the club. Even though he's on the opposite, he's a part of the fucking club. He's part of the club. Marjorie Taylor Greene's not a part of the club. AOC, as much as I hate her, is not a part of the club. Um, and Trump is not a part of the club. No. But those DeSantis are the wild is. boys. DeSantis, DeSantis is. is a big time part of the club. He he does it the way they, they do it. Yeah. He's the other side of the fence. Yep. But he plays by the rules. Yes, he does. Yeah, Trump is out here. He brought up a lot of Joe's uh, flubs. <laughs> if, he would, if, 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 if Trump would have just shut up about the election after it was over and just shut up with all the conspiracy nonsense and this is this being stolen, it just turns people off. It's like he get, got in his own way and nobody can tell him. He needs people in his life who will go, what the fuck are you talking about? Stop it. They're probably gone. The people They're who probably, do that are gone. probably gone. He probably said Stephen Miller, who probably just, yeah, you're right, you're right. Kick him out and, and just yes hands everything and goes one step further and he loves that. Yeah. Yeah, that's the energy he likes around him. Fuck politics. It's very self-destructive to have nobody around you to tell you what the fuck you're talking about. It's the same way we talk about celebrities. You talk about anybody yeah. like that. Like it's not a helpful thing to just have somebody affirming you everywhere you go. You know my therapist would say to me? I haven't gone to therapy in a few weeks. I'm taking a break, but I went for years. Yeah. And he'll go, if I was doing something I shouldn't do, he'll go, Jim, Jim, why? And I'm like, ugh. Because it's like... He hits you with it. He, yeah. you got to have somebody who who hits you with it. You know? I don't know if Trump has sponsors, but it would help. <laughs> <laughs> somebody who can kind of balance you out a little bit and yeah. tell you that you're... But he believes he's like... He's got it all figured out. Like, he's the man he believes. For all of Biden's faults and all of his uh, complete cognitive decline, and by decline, I mean plummet. Right. I, 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 don't, I do think he has people around him that will probably tell him, look, you might not want to do this. I, I do think that, like everyone else, there's people in his life who will say, eh, I don't know, Joe, let's, let's be careful here. And he might actually listen to the council. Well, what's great about Joe is he listens to the people around him because a lot of times he'll forget the question he'll forget how the conversation started yes he will so he'll go like we're gonna go with whatever you just said yeah that was a great point i forgot i'm lost i forgot how this started yes i I just got off the helicopter and i'm walking into a thorn bush (laughs) (laughs) yeah joe you got it (laughs) the door is over there like walk towards i mean they have to drill that into him before he gets off the helicopter walk towards the door (laughs) avoid no avoid shrub Door yes, shrub no. What's the possibility that the reason he fell off that bike that time is because he forgot he was on a bike? It's because he can't bend. It's 100% because he is a stiff older man. He's older man. Yeah. He's lived a life. The Jackie Walorski thing. I mean, come on. What's that? Oh. Oh, was that the dead person? Oh. Well, she's, it's unrecoverable. She's just top of mind. Where is she? 
Well, she was going to be. I here. can't even fault the the White House press. She's what is she going to say? You got it's her job. She has a president who's who's literally beckoning the dead, and she <laughs> she's just two answers: lie through her fucking teeth, or right. go. He's fucking old, right? He forgot. And her job is to make things seem as good as they possibly can. It's all can. going as planned. What is she supposed to do? Get up there and go, well, haven't you ever forgotten a dead person in front of the entire free world? <laughs> Can't do that. <laughs> Trump was on there going like, when he went to Idaho and said he loved Florida. Yeah, I mean, but like, Trump, look, is in no position to criticize errors. You think Trump's made errors? He's made a few speaking mistakes himself. <laughs> you mean Tim Apple? Yes. I mean, come on. <laughs> Tim Apple. Come on, Don. I talked to Tim Apple. Uh... <laughs> he, I don't. I don't think he'll win. No, I don't think he'll get the nomination. I, I don't. I don't know about that. He might because you you need a smaller percentage to get the nomination. That's true. I just think they're going to work real hard this time at blocking him. Like I, th- I feel like they worked that way the first time, and it didn't work. They I, tried to get him not to get the nomination the first time. It didn't matter. I think they tried it first, but when they realized it was an uphill battle, they stopped trying. Yeah, and a lot and of they just went with it. Maybe, yeah. You know? Maybe. Especially because it was, yeah, it was a Democratic president, so they wanted to make it like, you know, they, they go like, oh, if this is the way the base is going, let's just go with the base. And then once things went crazy, he didn't even bring up, like, the insurrection or anything. No. <laughs> uh, where the guy just hung up? I was actually going to go to him. He goes, shut the fuck up about politics. You don't know what you're talking about. We're just talking about a giant event. It, 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 he Trump announced yesterday that he was going to run for president. Were we not going to mention it? He said the China virus. <laughs> and he's right. I mean, you know, now they're starting I mean, to say he's right. No. Now they're starting to say, you know what? We think it was a lab in Wuhan. Or so least, fuck them, too. At least it's an acceptable thing to question. Right. As opposed to before where you were a racist if you questioned it. Right. Uh, by it's the a way, little oversimplistic to just say China it, virus. It is, but he's also that's his problem, too, is he's, he's too obvious when he goes, fuck you. Yes. Like, you know what I mean? We know what you're saying, and you're technically probably right. Right. But you don't have to drill the point home so many times. We got it. We didn't need it with a sledgehammer. We got it. We got it. You were right. It was probably created in a Wuhan lab, and you were right all along about that. Yeah. And they were the liberals were delusionally annoying when they denied it. You go, you're racist for saying that because they didn't want to agree with anything you said. Yeah. But whatever. But by the way, who does know what they're talking about politics? Half the country is always wrong. Don't you fucking understand that? All At the least. political pundits are wrong. Reporters who are supposed to be experts were fucking crying. The New York Times gets it wrong. Everyone gets it wrong all the time. So anyone who comes out and goes, you don't know what you're talking means you don't agree with me. Right. Unless you're making tremendous policy errors. Yeah. Right? If you're saying like, no, look, the Democrats freed the slaves, then you go, all right, you know what you're talking about. <laughs> you're making a grave error. <laughs> yeah, that's a historical... This is all just opinion shit. That's right. all it is. Right, and it's happening as you go. All right, yes, David in Missouri. Okay, here it is. Or David Moe, is that just a description? <laughs> What's up, David? Hey, guys, shut the fuck up. You Seriously, got it. you guys are the dumbest motherfuckers ever. What are we missing? Ever? Ever. What are wow. we missing? Much. You, you guys make my fucking ears bleed with how ignorant both of you are. Go what, ahead. what are we missing? I'm asking Well, can you inform us, yes. please, Professor? No. Well, I what is? To make sure I got on the air to say that. What is it we get wrong, David? You haven't proved your point. Yeah. You, if you just say that, David, you haven't proved your point. That's what? Nuts. What have we gotten shut wrong? The, shut the fuck up. What have we gotten wrong, David? Jesus Christ, David. This is the whole. Please sh- just retire. 
See, you don't know. Please, you don't know what you're talking about, David. You're calling up and you're actually saying we got politics wrong. I'm saying what did we get wrong? And you're too dumb to have an answer prepared. <laughs> too dumb to have an answer. <laughs> yeah, that's not going to work. Did sound like you. It sounded yeah, like that's, you. that's not. That's not good, David. I, it's bad. It's yeah. bad, David. You're doing a bad you, job. You're bombing. <laughs> you're bombing. Poorly. And I'll acknowledge if I bomb. You're tanking. Yeah. I don't really care because I got on air to tell you guys to shut the fuck up. So Why we put I you on air? Yeah, we no, you didn't. You didn't win. win. You hung up before, and we asked for you again. And he, he's the type of guy, and he hung up again. We didn't hang up on him. Troy typed on the phone screen. <laughs> this caller wants to tell you to shut the fuck up. Jim and I, all we had to do, we didn't even have to look at each other. We both just knew put him on. we'd like to put sure. him on. And then he goes, "I win." No, you didn't win. It was no trick. <laughs> you were knocking on the door. We saw you through the ring cam, and we said, "All right, there's a jerk off on the front step." Yeah. And we still opened the door to indulge you. You right. didn't win. We allowed you in. You so said, say thank you. You guys are stupid. We said, can you please correct us? You said, no. Shut the fuck up. I win. <laughs> All right. And then I hope, maybe you hung up and hope for, hopefully your car struck something. Yeah, like your family. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I, I hope he just, I hope he just backed over a loved one in the driveway. I hope, I hope that the reason he hung up was he heard the crunch of of a stroller under wheels. But, but I, but I won. But you don't understand. I, I won. I. I won. There's just people crying all around you. I I won. That's exactly what you were just saying right before he called. About like it doesn't. It's not like it's just you're on my side or you're not on my side. I won or I lost. It's very silly. Yeah. And uh, by the way, Ray in Texas, you're not wrong. Uh, what's up, Ray? Good evening. Hi, hey, buddy. You ever notice that uh, Doug Bell is the uh, Kanye of comedians? How do you mean, as far as this, the size of him? <laughs> is his importance? His reach? Yeah. The, the genius of Kanye. I, I don't disagree. And I mean, that there's hints of anti-Semitism that peek through? <laughs> no, no. No, also, no. Wait, uh, who are you talking about? If you're going to have... Uh, God, what? What was that? So you're, uh, yeah, yeah, I'm glad you're a big Doug fan. What was that? Nothing. Yeah. No, it was something. If, if, there's you're, gonna a... Have, uh, if you're going to have interns, yep. you guys going to have Nico back on? That dude's hilarious. Nico's working. He actually he's... got a job. Nico's doing very well. Yeah, he's working. He's running uh, Andy Cohen's board right now, which is a big job here. Yeah, Nico is uh, doing great, man. He's got he's got a job, and he's fucking... Uh, yeah, he's here every morning. He's here every... We bump into Nico all the time. Yeah, and he's still slick talking. Yeah, he is. He's still... <laughs> believe me, he's still got... He's still he's still dripping puss out of his pockets. Yeah, he is. Nico was a, <laughs> Nico was a fun one. Thank you, yeah. Ray. Thank you. Thank you. What was that? Doug Bell. It's cool. <laughs> Sounded like it might not be that cool. Oh, by the way, I forgot to mention. I'm so stupid. Yeah. Um. The uh, uh my 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 Paramount date. I don't know if the pre code sale pre sale code <laughs> still works, but it was working last night, and they might have left it on because the first two and a half hours of the pre sale was a fucking disaster yesterday. Because the swizzle Taylor sticks. Swift. Yeah. Shut down Ticketmaster. I was checking at twelve thirty. It was still not working. It would work and it wouldn't work. So if you, Huntington March fourth, uh, Saturday, the pre-sale code is Chin, and I think that they were having one too. But C H I N might still work because I think they left it. My agent was complaining that the whole fucking it just wasn't. Uh, it works. 
It shouldn't still work. Oh, good. Okay, the pre-sale code, the, the on-sale is not till tomorrow. The pre-sale code still does work, and it's actually selling pretty decent considering the disaster it was yesterday. So March 4th in Huntington, I'm finally coming back to the Paramount Theater. I'm glad I remembered that. Let's sell it out. Let's all go. Yeah, I think it'll do very well. Yeah. Uh, trip in Orlando. What's oh, that I would trip? love to. What? Oof. Hey, what's up, guys? Guys, right, we suck. It was bad. <laughs> Go on now. You don't. You don't suck. Thank you. Come on now. I know, I know. But anyway, I'm I'm uh, the funniest part. I don't know if you guys saw it. The funniest part of the speech it was about a half hour in. Mm-hmm. Uh, him talking about inflation, mm-hmm. and he's like, "Thanksgiving's coming up. You're not even going to be able to afford a turkey. Like, <laughs> it, like who's not going to be able to afford? Who does he uh, think he is? <laughs> fucking Bumpy Johnson. He's going to go hand them out in Harlem. Right. <laughs> I just well, if you guys didn't see it, you know, if somebody can look it up, but it's it, it was the funniest part of the whole speech. I did hear him say that. Thank you, Trip. He said uh, that the the supply chain is such a disaster. It's still a mess. You can't get anything. You're not going to be able to afford a turkey. By the Donald oh, you're just looking maybe? it up. Trump just listened. Yeah. I mean, I mean, uh, oh, uh, Andrew uh, makes a great point. What's up, Andrew? Hi, um, if, Tr- if Trump doesn't get the nomination, don't you think he would just run thir- third party to fuck over the Republicans? He might. That is He's not a vindictive bad point. son of a bitch. And that would hurt, like the way Ross Perot hurt Bush Sr., 17%, I think he took, that would hurt. That would hurt the Republicans badly. A lot. Badly. Even if it was a lo- 12%, he would hurt them badly. Yes, sir. Real quick, do you remember that um, the murders in South Carolina like a year ago? Uh, uh, that lawyer, the lawyer, Murdoch. Like, I've been following uh, Alex Murdoch. Yeah, I've been following it. His son it, and his wife were an murdered. There's a documentary on it. Oh, docu series. We knew there would be. Yep, there's a docu series because he's been arrested yep. now. He was shot. They're saying he actually did it. His law practice, like his wife was was gonna. Go, thank you, buddy. Was gonna go into his finances and really fuck him over because he stole a lot of money allegedly from the law practice, and his fucking kid was a problem. That kid was a drunken maniac who had killed somebody boating, and I think that he probably wanted to kill the ex-wife, and then the kid was there, and he just did it. Yeah. Yeah, it's on HBO Crazy. Max. I started a little bit of it. Oh, uh, I had no idea. What's it called? Uh, murder and something or other. You'll see it. It says murder on it. Oh, it's got a space yeah. on it. You'll see it. It's, 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 just, it's not a documentary, though. Low Country, the Murdoch uh, Dynasty. Okay, I'll watch yeah. that. But it's, it's not a documentary. It's a series. Docu-series. Oh, it's it is not, docu. It's docu-series. It's just multiple parts. Oh, so but they're not actors. Okay. No, it's not actors. So I was going to say, that's a long time. That's a very fast time to come up with a script. No, yeah, no, no, no. It's not like, like they're... Their staircase series was a series series. Right, right, okay. Uh, Will in Tennessee, what's up, Will? Hey, uh, Sam. You know, I love you, buddy. Thank you. But uh, you like to you, you like to say Jim and uh, and Troy are bad people. And That's I, true. I, they're objectively <laughs> shit bags. Right, but. How'd you get your start, buddy? What's your claim to fame? Who are you asking? You just called like claim both it. of us shit back. Who are you talking to? <laughs> uh, no, I, I mean, I'm, I'm joking, obviously. I, I'm just saying, you know, he jokingly makes fun of you guys, but isn't his biggest thing also, you know, just kind of making people's lives difficult? Like, as a joke. I mean, I I don't think I don't know if I'm, you know, make people's lives uh, difficult. 
What a year it's going to be for her. Is she adding more shows? I mean, if she wants to. If she wants to. It's just up to her. They just love her. People love Taylor Swift. Yeah. Man. It's wild. She's avoided, like, all controversy. Well, she's just... No, a few... I mean, because she was on the receiving end of the Kanye one. And she was on the receiving end of the Scooter Braun thing. And she was on the receiving end of Kanye's song... Which, which she was like, they had made up, and, she, and he called her like a bitch or something, and she got he annoyed said, at that. Like He said Taylor owed her some sex. Yeah, yeah, it just... You recall. Yeah. yeah. He I, said he made that bitch famous, which, if you recall, the incident took place when Taylor Swift was trying to receive a VMA for best yeah. female video, yeah. so... And I bet she outsells Kanye from now until the rest of uh, end of her career. End of time. Everywhere. Yeah, he, he's not doing... Texas Stadium. Even at the height of his thing, he's famous, and he'll do big gigs. He's not selling out Texas Stadium two nights in a row or whatever. No, he's not doing a stadium tour by himself, and he's not still putting out hits. She's still putting out hits. Like, she put her album out. She redid all of her old stuff. And those became hits. Taylor's version. Yeah, isn't that great? She redid her old albums, called them Taylor's version, and they charted again. And encouraged people not to buy the old versions. That fucking, because of fucking Scooter. You, I Scooter never trust Braun. a guy named Scooter. I ah, never like Scooter. a man named Scooter. Except Phil Rizzuto. That's right. The Scooter. The Scooter. But he was the Scooter. Now, he wasn't Scooter Rizzuto. No, he was not. Right? Like, Scooter Braun is just Scooter Braun. Yeah. So she charted with all that. She puts out her album... And the entire, that week, the entire Billboard Top 10 was just songs off her album. Like, it wasn't one single from her. Right. It was just songs from her album. Even old uh, Drakeski, you see that thing that he put up? Like, he, he put up a graphic showing that he had many of the top spots on the Billboard Top 10 after they dropped uh, Her Loss, the album that he did with 21 Savage. Right. But he put emojis over the number one spot because T. Swizzle still had that number one spot. Yeah, it was interesting. But yeah, I mean, she's just showing no signs of slowing. Yeah. No, she's doing great. Good for her. You think she still plays mean? I know you'd be waiting for I that I hope one. so. That's all I would want. All I would want to do is hear mean. Yeah. It's one of my favorites. She made that transition to pop. Mean. Yeah. Mean. mean. Why you have to be so mean? It's a great it's a great song. That was Young Taylor, Country Taylor. Wait, so you prefer that song over Whitney? I would listen I would literally listen to Mean. Um I would listen to a cover of Mean before I'd listen to Whitney. Oh my god. Cover gosh. I Will Always Love You. He put his head down. He can't take this. It, it, it's a lot. What would you listen to? I want to dance with somebody or teardrops on my guitar. Um, mean. <laughs> you just skip them both and yeah, go mean. Mean. <laughs> mean. Yeah, Troy, can you pull that up for us so that uh, intern mean by Taylor Swift? I know you're on the phones, so uh, uh, intern Mike can hear where Jim lands because. He, Jim wouldn't even listen to the original. He'd listen to a cover of this before he listened to... I want to dance with somebody. That's I will always love you. It sucks. It sucks. It's terrible. I mean, it's... It, look. The argument here is not whether or not this is a toe tapper. Because this is a toe tapper. It's a good song. It's great. Picking on the weaker man. 
Wait till it kicks in. You can Do you feel it picking up, right? It's the oh. shit. Okay. Here it comes. Boom. <laughs> you don't like that twang? Ever gonna be is me. It's the shit. It is the shit. Like that, it, I won't argue on on you with you on. So it's not a bad song, right? It's not a bad song. Yeah, not a bad song. I'll admit to it. But to say that it's <laughs> like, better than anything Whitney's ever done, this is nothing compared to Whitney's. What about Janet? Is this better than woman is better than this? Is this anything better than Janet Jackson's ever done, Jim? Yes. Okay. I'm concerned. You are? I'm concerned. You feel like Jim may have deeper yeah. lying issues that need to be dealt yeah, with? He may I have see. some uh, Joe Biden stuff. To <laughs> there's, a, there's a cognitive disconnect? Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. See. I see. I see. I yeah. see. Jim's in cognitive decline, and that's why he loves Taylor Swift so much. <laughs> I got new headshots, by the way, finally. You got oh, cause my boy's slimming down. Yep, people have been asking me. Does that mean we can take new pictures for serious? Yeah, and, and I will be available for new pictures very soon. I I, I just tweeted my new headshot because the the thing's been extended, right. so I tweeted my new. I finally got new headshots. That's sick. Let me my look. manager's been annoyed, bugging me. That's right, awesome, dude. Let me look this up right now. Don't even show me. I want to look it up on your Twitter account at Jim Norton. Yeah, my new headshot. You don't even tweet that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> You make me look like a fool. This is not. This is a terrible headshot, Jim. <laughs> Says the paragraph on it and everything. But, this is an awful. But it's got my name under it. I mean, it's this my is new. a horrible headshot. <laughs> it's a nice picture. It's a bad picture. It's a terrible headshot. It's, nuts. it's, it's just hideous. You're you're unshaven. You're looking down. You're yeah. It's a good picture. I disagree. You don't look good in it at all. I disagree. I think it's a great picture. You look like you just watched that horse video. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, you, well, if you see the front of my pants, you'd say that. Yeah. yeah, I'm in a little tent. Yeah, I mean, this is, a, this is a terrible headshot. I disagree. New headshot. Long Island, March 4th, Paramount Theater. Pre-sale extended. Yeah. I can't believe they extended the pre I'm very happy. Yeah. But yeah, that's, I'm, I'm smiling. I'm in a good mood. You know, since that Paramount logo is on it, you should get those printed and sign them at the Paramount for people. Wouldn't nice. you love? Wouldn't you love that photo signed by Jim? And you could only get it there, right? It's got the Paramount logo on yep. it and everything. Like this was a magical night, yeah, with this amazing Hollywood comedian with these Hollywood photos. Yeah. Oh, it's just such an awful photo. Hey, come on. <laughs> so <I> disagree. <laughs> What's today's date? Today's date is uh, November sixteenth, twenty twenty-two. Ah, the sixteenth. Okay. Yes. 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 It's a great day. Why? Why is today a great day? Great day? Uh, no, no. Ides of March? No, I get to go home and be a nerd and play Call of Duty. Why can't you play that any other day? Because a new a new war zone is coming out. Like, I like video games. Oh, word? Yeah. Yeah. I've been waiting... Uh, today? Yeah. I was such a nerd. Uh, I was waiting. I'm waiting before I get Call of Duty. You're a dork. <laughs> you know what that means. That's yeah. unkind. Yeah. You know? yeah. <laughs> it's the anatomy big, of a whale. Big Pink fucking whale log. <laughs> Cock. <laughs> Sorry. You know, I got the uh, Steam Deck. Yeah. Uh, you know, I got a yeah. Steam Deck. And you can't... There are a couple of games that you can't play on... They have a native operating system called SteamOS that's run off Linux. 
And there are a couple of games you can't play because of the anti-cheating stuff in it. Like Call of Duty is one of them. But I spent a good part of the day on Saturday learning how to uh, get a Windows operating system to boot from an SD card. Mm -hmm. So now I've got my Steam Deck that can boot Windows from an SD card. So now I've got Windows 11 on my Steam Deck, which means I can play any PC game. Windows 11 is the operating system now? For Windows, yeah. Okay. Yep. Yeah, so I got Windows 11 on it, and that means, yeah, now I can play Modern Warfare 2. Nice. Is Windows 95 still operational? I doubt it. I mean, it, I, I guess. I don't... I think that there are a lot of How about Windows XP? I'm a Windows XP guy. I don't know that all the applications would work on it anymore. Probably not. No. Mm-hmm. I decided to go Windows 11. The one before that was Windows 10. Uh, it says... Microsoft ended mainstream support for Windows 95 on December 31st, 2000. So 22 years ago. Um, Like Windows NT 3.51, Windows 95 (laughs) received only one year extended support ending on December 31st, 2001. Yeah, yeah, I I don't think. Although it would be interesting to install Windows 95 on a Steam Deck. It'd be kind of fun. See what happens. Yeah. You might as well go for it, you know? Fuck yeah. I, Steam I know. Deck. Huh? You probably fuck up your whole Steam Deck. I know. Right? Like, I wouldn't be able to boot anything else yeah. anymore. I just, I'm like, can I just put it back to factory settings? They're like, no, man. No. You That's fucked the whole thing. Why would you do that? I, I don't know. That thing's yeah. like 700 bucks, right? It's like, yeah, I think I got the middle one. It was like five or five, five and change, maybe. Yeah. Crazy story to those fucking four college students that were stabbed to death in, uh, in Idaho? Idaho? Yeah, it's a targeted... They were left to bleed to death. I bet you it's the ex of one of them. I bet you this guy... Again, I'm speculating. Cause they said it was a targeted attack. Yeah. And I'll bet you that the guy went... Maybe this guy is with a, the ex-boyfriend of the girl or one of the other two girls that was killed. Because there's four people. Who, who can come in and stab four, four people. fucking people i don't know it's such a weird story that's such a because there's a, a knife is so much easier to get away from someone than a gun yeah I suspect edge edged we, what's, an, what's an edged weapon a sword it's just a weapon that's ready to blow at any moment oh yeah like, i believe you i've <laughs> carried one of those around in my fucking underpants if you know what i'm talking about yeah of course i do how oh. Like, what did the other three just stand there and watch it happen? Oh, my God, look at what he's doing! <laughs> right, that's why, unless the guy had a gun or unless it was two people. Or, or maybe it's a double-edged <clears throat> knife and he's doing, like, Darth Maul stuff. Whoosh, whoosh. Like, he looks like Keanu in The Matrix or something. That's such a weird story. Like, or, Maybe it's or John was, Wick. Or was somebody sleeping? Was, like... Okay, I guess the, the, sleeping is a possibility. What, was the... I, I'm imagining he stabbed the guy first. Was he... Did he stab the guy and the and his girlfriend first and then fucking kill the other two and then just then just go and butcher? I, who knows? That's crazy, though. Four people stabbed and just left to bleed out. Well, it says officers responded to a call about an unconscious person shortly before noon Sunday ah. and discovered four bodies... Uh, Moscow police said in a news release. All I can say uh, is the deaths are ruled uh, homicide at this point, and homicide and murder are synonymous. Oh, that's a little less. I'm really glad they clarified yeah. that. Oh, okay. Thank you for the little vocab there, too. Yeah, appreciate that. Uh, by the way, for those of you that don't know, we certainly have a crime here. Oh, it's a crime as well. Ah, all right. Mm. See, that, this, that's why CNN's great. They're really getting to the bottom of it, because apparently, are they saying that stabbing someone to death is illegal? 
Yes, especially when it's a homicide, uh, which must have been a lawyer who wrote this is synonymous with murder. Ah, I don't know if you knew that, Jim. See. And I was worried they were stupid assholes. So, it says, we are looking for a suspect. Ah, there, there is, is a suspect. There okay. is a suspect. Well, they're looking to have... There is... They they will have... There, somebody did this, they're saying. Yep. This was done by somebody. Ah, you so know? it wasn't a suicide where they threw the knife out as they died. No, 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 no. Oh, okay, that's good. what they're saying. They're, great news. It looks like they've ruled that out. <laughs> Wouldn't that be great if you're a police officer and you go... You think this could have been a suicide and then they threw the knife out right before they died? Yeah. I've heard crazier things. Some would go when. Yeah, I mean, it's a really, it's a crime of passion, they're saying. As they said yesterday. That's why I'm saying the ex-boyfriend, yeah. Crime of passion. But yeah, I mean, was the ex-boyfriend just like a real big guy? Just came in there and kicked the shit out of anybody? Did everybody did some John Wick tricks and got everybody? I really don't maybe know. Maybe they were napping or sleeping, like you said. They were discovered. Or maybe it. they weren't stabbed at the same time. Maybe two of them were killed and then someone came home and was stabbed right after. Well, the fact that it, they were discovered at noon, maybe came in early in the morning and did it. These or the co- night before. I'll tell you what, these college kids like to sleep in. Maybe they killed. Don't get me started. Two of them was killing two of them, and then the guy and the girl came home, or the two girls came home, possibly, and interrupted. Maybe he targeted the fucking guy because he's banging his girl ex girl. Who knows? Possibly. Um, I just keep coming up with a scenario. I have no idea what I'm talking about. It doesn't sound like that. It sounds like you're very well informed. I appreciate and, uh, that. Yeah, I appreciate. I couldn't that. tell that you didn't know what you were talking Thank about. Thank you. I appreciate. Yeah. <laughs> I sure do appreciate that. You boys drank a lot of beer in there. <laughs> Blues Brothers? <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh, yeah, we'll, uh, we'll work that out. I sure would appreciate it. <laughs> yeah, it says uh, the University of Idaho is getting, uh, the kids are getting pretty freaked out by the whole thing. Targeted attack. Which I get. Man, when, when crimes like this happen on campus while you're at school, it's fucking, it's weird, man. It gets crazy. How about the football players? Three-star football players shot by a fourth ex-football player on the bus. They were on a bus. They had gone to some event. At what school? The <sighs> University of Virginia. Was it Virginia? Yeah. Um, yeah, and he shot like he had, they, he asked them a question about Call of Duty or something or some video game. Oh, you're And then fucked. just opened fire. <clears throat> was he an ex-football player like he had played the year before yeah. or something? He was an ex-football player. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I remember... Uh, when I was in Syracuse, it was a big deal because a lady was found dead and chopped up. One of the, I think a student was found dead and chopped up in a suitcase, Damn. like in a backyard somewhere, in a random backyard. And they realized, like, one of the male cheerleaders, it was his, like, baby mom or something like that. And he had murdered her. And then he chopped her up and then he put her in a suitcase. And then he just threw the suitcase in a random backyard, hoping that it wouldn't get back to him. But it did. How could it not? They had a child together. Yeah, especially if he <laughs> fucking checked it in the in baggage claim. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Yeah, he yeah. put his name on it. And you know how embarrassed yeah. you feel when your fucking luggage comes out and it's sliding down and there's a foot, foot sticking out of it? Yeah. Oh, a, that's a decoration. That's, yeah, it's, that's not real. Yeah, it's Halloween. I want to pay child support. That's well, yeah, probably I what mean, it was. Yeah. So is he, is he out yet? I don't think he's getting out. Oh, he's still in jail? Uh, I haven't well, checked uh, up on it. Well, with Governor Hochul, who knows, probably was freed. Okay, <laughs> they cut her hands and feet off. Yeah, well, I get to fit her in a suitcase. Of course. Uh, He's in trouble. Yeah. What year was that? 
It would have been 2006? Yeah, 2005 or 2006. Probably, yeah, either 2005 or 2006. How do you think you're going to get away with that? It was reported in the Daily Orange. Oh. Oof. <laughs> Delicious. <laughs> the Daily Orange. The D.O. We should take a break. When I was in college, all I had is B.O. <laughs> hey. Now you're a J.O. <laughs> okay, that's that was totally unnecessary. <laughs> the fans don't like that stuff. <laughs> it's too mean. <laughs> but seriously... Okay. All right. Uh, well, so that was, that was the way we ended the segment. I know, but we're about to My leave. Apologies. We've done that in the hallway. Yeah. <laughs> Sound a little tall on radio. <laughs> we got a busy show today. We got Paul Feig joining us, and then uh, a little while later, Jeremiah Watkins going to be in, Phil Hanley oh, going to be forgot. in. That's right. I forgot those guys are coming to It's going to be a party. <laughs> hey, Mom. <laughs> New that's Year's guy, Eve. That's guy that called us a minute ago. New Year's Eve, Levity Live, March 4th, Long Island. Paramount uh, Theater in Huntington to uh, pre-sale tickets. Uh, pre-sale has been extended. Chin is the... Uh, a lot of the first rows are gone, so if you want to get decent seats, you still can, but this one will probably sell very well. Chin is the password. We'll be back with Paul Feig. Stay right there. Jim Norton and Sam Roberts. Right now. Oh, yeah. Wow. Yes. <laughs> I loved this song growing up. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Casey and the Sunshine Band. I, I had a watch. Uh, it, but no, it was, um, who was, who did this? Oh, no. This was Bay City Rollers? Yes. Bay City oh, Rollers. Sorry, Bay City Rollers. I had a yeah. watch, a Bay City Rollers watch that my father got me for some weird reason. Well, they were big. It was one of those things where teen, Tiger Beat and Teen would have Bay City Rollers versus Kiss. Yeah. And they would have Woody from the Bay City Rollers. Yeah, I forgot about those. You know, I wrong or, or were they Scottish. I have a feeling they were Scottish. I think Scottish. you're right. They were, they were definitely, I, I think they were Scottish. Nice. Welcome back, by the way. It's Jim Norton and Sam Roberts and Paul Feig. Hey, everyone. One of our pals yes. is with us. And correct me, if, is this... Uh is this inspired by heavyweights? Absolutely. I knew it! <laughs> well done. Well done, my friends. <laughs> Fantastic. Fantastic. Did they break up Bay City Rollers? I'm sure they did. I, I don't... There, there may be a reunion tour. Yeah. <laughs> they were a big teen idols back in the 70s. Oh, my goodness. They had the big, uh, like, uh, plaid, um, you know, bell bottoms. Yeah. That was a thing. Did they have, like, those Beatles haircuts, too, if they I remember right? They had the right? big shag. They had, like, almost like the uh, Rod Stewart kind of shag going. Uh, I remember because hmm. their pictures were on my watch. Oh, please. <laughs> <laughs> Just like... Down at your Bay City Rollers, so who who instilled uh, who instilled your tastes that you have now for like fashion and accessories and stuff like that? If your dad was like, "This is a good idea," Bay City yeah. Rollers watch. Yeah, I don't quite know what he was going for with that. To be honest, yeah. he well, he owned an army surplus store, and occasionally, like Hollywood Studios would try to do promotions through his store. Like get like there was a movie coming out called The Great Waldo Pepper. Uh, it was about a, like a World War One flying ace, and they went to him to get these parachutes because he sold old used parachutes from the you know World War II and they put them up around the lobby so then he would kind of get to know people and they would give him stuff and I think somebody came to him for like a Bay City Rollers tie-in with like scarves that he sold and so they gave him this watch and then I got to have it. So, did you like arm? You did you wear surplus stuff? Military surplus stuff? Uh, I, a little bit. I had I definitely had an army surplus jacket but I, I was it was, I was disco era so it was very much nice. you know Angels Flight pants and uh, wide lapels and yeah. Were you too young for Studio Fifty Four? 
Yeah, yeah. I, I had to go to the teen disco at the bowling alley by oh. our house. Yeah, so uh, never got the the that fifty four. I know. Don't you kind of wish, like you know, I just yeah. picked chicks that ate freely doing coke. I'm like, that'd be a fun place to go and hang out. <laughs> totally. I don't, I don't know <laughs> if if they'd let you anywhere near Ace Freely at that point. Probably not. No, he was Probably the height of kisses. Yeah. Maybe yeah. today you could hang out. With <laughs> oh yeah, now I could. He doesn't even do coke, but he probably would if I asked him to. <laughs> yeah. my, actually, I make a I have a gin, and my my partner in the gin is doing something with Gene Simmons now, doing a vodka with Gene Sim- Simmons. So he just got to go on a Kiss cruise. Oh, which looked, he said it was really fun. I would love to. I think they're going to stop that, but they do all these weird. They're not going to do Kiss cruise anymore. No, I think they're a little. They're just done with it. But they're doing. They do all these deep tracks, and they do like uh, this show on the deck. I've always wanted to do a Kiss cruise. Yeah, they did like an acoustic show, and then yeah, it, it looked really fun. I mean, if you're a Kiss fan, you have a gin. You said yeah, I got my own gin uh, called Arting Stalls of Brilliant London Dry Gin. It's out out in stores now. Oh, very nice. Yeah. Go to ArtingStallsGin.com to find to find out where you can get it. Do you have like when you when you because you, you look at the Rock and you look at all the very successful right. Clooney, I think. Yeah. Do you have like is there a part of you in your mind where you're like, ah, there's a billionaire fantasy happening? Well, I, I know that I'm not going to hit those levels just because those guys have you know all their star power behind them. But it's, I just love gin, and it was really a, a passion project for like 25 years to get my own gin, and then five years ago I was able to team up with them and do it, and and we've won tons of awards. So it's oh, like it's nice. Really great. Yeah, and a beautiful bottle and everything. Yeah. Yeah, and you actually, like, have a passion for it where you're like, I want this to exist. Yeah. Totally. Right. Yeah, I, want, I wanted to manifest booze, and I did. <laughs> <laughs> Do you only drink your own gin now? Kind of, yeah. I mean, well, I go to a restaurant, they don't have it, then I'll go, okay. I'll Bring it from home. The second tier. Yeah, I actually have bottles peppered all over New York. Right? Yeah, smart. <laughs> yeah, totally. Because the problem is, in the liquor world is so, you know, the licensing and distribution is so tough, especially in New York. Like, you have to go through a specific distributor, so places that want to carry it can't yet because we're not with the right distributors. So oh. we're definitely, yeah, so it's kind of a bummer. It's like a Ticketmaster situation where, like, that's, that's who you got to get it through, and this yeah. is what it is. All yeah. union stuff, right? Yeah, the bo- booze. Gatekeepers are are out there. Yeah. Well, I just do it myself. Okay. Good luck with that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah. Have fun with that. That should be cute. Isn't that nice with yeah. your little gin. Go ahead. <laughs> well, when you want to say you want to ah, distribute, what a gentleman you look like. Well dressed. When, when you when you want cufflinks, French cuffs. Yeah. The whole deal. Fancy. When you want to just have a distributor, do you have to go to them and kind of kiss their ass a little bit, or how how does how do you get like a distributor to go? Hey, we'll carry this. Well, it, my my partners in this, uh, uh, Minhas uh, distributor. Uh, Distilleries in uh, Ravinder, he he is kind of set up because they're really a big company. So he knows them. It's just you get taken on like a trial basis. So we're on trial with this big company called ah. Southern Glacier, but we're in Florida, we're in Texas, and we're going into California, but we're not in New York yet. We're out outside of Manhattan, but we're not in New York. So it, it's it's you're like UFC. Eventually you'll get there. It's one of those <laughs> exactly. things where yeah. New York's always the slowest. Right, yeah, it exactly. Is what it is. I'm in the minors right now. You'll get there. Yeah, thank you, thanks, Jim. <laughs> well, you've got a book, uh, uh, coincidentally enough, called Cocktail Time. Yes. Ah. Uh, there we go. That is, <laughs> always selling. Always Very nice. Selling. Thanks. That is, uh, yeah, you're always kind of working on something. Yeah, yeah. You're like, okay. <laughs> All right. We got the TV shows. We got the movies. We got... I should write a book about cocktails. I'm what we call in Yiddish a handler. <laughs> so, uh, there What's you a go. handler? Uh, somebody who's always trying to get something. Okay. <laughs> so I'm always just trying to sell something. Do, yeah. you, do you like to work? Because for me, I, I always try to do a bunch of different things because I'm so terrified that I'm going to lose everything. So Probably. I figure if I have 10 things, A, I'm only doing four of them well, but the other six they can take and I still have four things. 100%. you, you got to have backup, especially you know being in Hollywood and showbiz and all that. And we can get kicked out at any moment. Sure. So, mm-hmm. so I fell back on the very stable thing of uh, both 
both book writing and booze. Yeah, nobody will kick you out of booze. No, no, it's just a gold mine, an absolute gold mine. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there are people that launch booze lines and fail miserably. Sure. Right? Yeah, no, it's really littered with them. The people, you know, Minhas that I did this with, they got you know, a lot of like famous people coming to them wanting to do it, but they've seen enough of it kind of tank. Because people aren't serious about it. They just want to put their name on something. Right. But I came in like I knew what I wanted the recipe to be. I knew the design. I, you know, I really know what I'm doing when it comes to chip right. and booze. Um, so, so they, and they like kind of the lifestyle that I, you know, kind of represent dressing up and, yeah. and all that. So, so it, was, it was fun. Is that what happens when people realize like, oh, you're not like eat, sleep, breathing this culture. You just want to put your name on it. Does yeah. it do like, People, customers kind of realize this isn't a serious. I think people get that. And I, I think more than anything is the distributors get it, you know, because they know I you're see. not going to be there kind of promoting it and all that. So, right. so they want you to be serious about it. It needs to be good. You know, I mean, I, you know, I, I knew exactly what I wanted. I've known for years what I wanted it to taste like. And it was borne out the very first competition we went into. We won best in show and best gin and all that. So, so it, 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 you got to have, you got to have the stuff behind it, you know, and, and it worked out great. I'm, I'm, I love it. I really love my gin. I, I'm, <laughs> More than my movies, I like my gin. <laughs> to, to know your own, to know liquor so well that you know what ingredients you want. Like you, everyone wants a perfume or a makeup line or whatever it is, yeah. but they usually don't know what goes into it. If you know what you're putting into it, you go, no, this is what's going to make it taste good. Yeah, you need to have flavor profiles that you like because I've just my whole you know adult life have been drinking gin, going around the world and trying different ones because there's a gazillion different ones because basically gin is really at its core vodka with botanicals in it. So it's almost like vodka, you drop a tea bag in. But yeah. it depends what's in that tea bag. It could be anything. So there can be a gazillion different types. Mm. But I wanted to make a gin for people that didn't, who say they don't like gin. Because a lot of Americans just don't like gin. Because everybody's had like a bad experience with like a bottle of beef eater when they were, you know, younger. Sure. And um, so I, so everybody goes like, oh, I don't like gin. They go, well, just try this. And they, they really like it. Because it's, uh, oops, I hit my mic because I'm drunk. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but it works as a vodka substitute. So anyway, yeah. So, you know, I, I, I'm spreading the word of gin. How do you Johnny Ginseed? How do, <laughs> how do you how do you at what point in your life do you go okay I, I've kind of found the balance and I'm a I'm a connoisseur not a lush. <laughs> well, that's always an open question. I gotta say, <laughs> I you know yeah you put the you, you know you put yourself behind it and uh, you gotta you know you can't be the chef that doesn't eat his own meal. Yeah, you know I mean? yeah. Well, that's what I was just thinking. Right. Like like it's kind of weird. Like the idea of you kind of sitting in your house. Just watching your own shows and movies, I'd be like, you could probably watch other stuff. That's a little weird yeah, to do. But like, if you said, no, I never drink my own gin, I'd be like, yeah. that now I don't trust it. It is true. There is, it's a very different thing. I, I appreciate that. Because, yeah, I don't want to be like, you know, Gloria Swanson and Sunset Boulevard watching my old movies every night. Which, yeah. And that's an old reference, everybody. <laughs> Hi-oh. Would she do that? Yeah, yeah that, that was one of the things you would, like, watch her movies and stuff. Wow. So I thought it was really great. I can't watch myself on film. I, I just, cr- I, I'm very uncomfortable. Yeah. Even if it's something I'm happy with, I just like, oh, some people can do it. They can just watch themselves for well, hours. And there's nothing yeah. worse, too, than you're happy with it. And then you watch it, and it ruins your happiness. Yes. Oh, no. Oh, my God. <laughs> well, when I was an actor, you know, we do sitcoms, and like, you know, in front of an audience. So you'd be kind of like killing in front of the audience. And then you watch the show, and you're like, fuck, that was terrible. Or like, oh, look at – the most sobering thing I ever had was when I was a stand-up, you know, in the 80s. My thing, I would, I would do my routine, and then I'd come home, and at like 3 o'clock in the morning, there was a donut shop that I knew had fresh donuts. So I'd go and get six donuts and a gallon of whole milk and drink that like every night before I went to bed. I mean, for a year. 
year, wow. two years. So I'm on the Newhart show, and at one point, like I'm talking, or whatever, and I turn around and leave. I turn, my ass is so big, <laughs> and I it was a shock of like, oh my god, I had no idea. So that was sober. Yeah. Wait, you Why is the, that happening? Yeah, you're yeah, like, I mean, I'm the eating donuts. donuts what's the problem? I'm burning that off when I go to sleep, right? Like yeah, a sumo. What's the company? You you did a part in the a Newhart show. That's amazing. Yeah, just a guest. I I did a million guest spots when I was an actor, and I, I was I was a regular in like five different TV series that all got canceled after the first season. One was like Tom Arnold, you know, uh, the Jackie Thomas show and all that. And then finally I was on a show that was a hit called um, Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Right. Oh. So I was on the first season, finally had a hit, and then at the end of that season they wrote me out. <laughs> so that's when I got out of acting and went behind the camera. But that was the, that was the role when you were like, I'm not, it's too... Well, yeah, if you go like, I could finally have like job security and I have no job security. Right. You know, like on those shows, you sign a seven-year contract you can't get out of, but they can let you go at any, any time sure. for any reason. But yeah. you also know having acted it's it's got, it's got to be an advantage to be behind the camera and you've like i've been on that side of it too i kind of know what it's like to be you know you like you, oh, totally. you have a better understanding of it than someone who never acted yeah i mean i wish i knew when i was an actor what i know now as a director producer because like just auditions like i used to beat the shit out of myself because i'd go in and like stumble over one word in, in an otherwise kind of well-read you know monologue or whatever and just oh my god i blew it i blew it now i literally hire people that sometimes can't even get through the script but i just go there's something interesting and funny about that person so i'm going to hire them so you know I, I would definitely you know tell any actors out there just chill we re- if you if we like you we remember you even if we don't hire you for something right. i do that all the time like two movies away from an audition i'm like hey remember that person that came in let's hire them for this part what is what is the thing actors do the most wrong <laughs> which, which by the way though <laughs> yes. real that means that the inverse is true which is if you didn't get hired no it wasn't cuz the read was bad they didn't like it <laughs> they didn't like you well, there's that yes. too yeah. there were many other roles that they also felt you would be terrible in. Exactly. No, what people do wrong is they just come in and try, because I, I did this all the time, you try to second guess the people that are auditioning you, going, I think they want this. Mm. Right. And what you got to do is you just got to bring yourself in there. You can be playing a character, but, you know, it always, I mean, when I was coming up, it was always like, Robert De Niro does such, you know, he's, he can transform into anything. He does, but he kind of doesn't. He's still Robert De Niro. He's always De Niro, yeah. Yeah, he brings that charisma that he has. And I see a lot of people almost try to wipe that out of them themselves to try to become something that they're not. I did the dumbest thing when I was an actor once. I got up for this role in something, I don't know, some kind of weird movie, but it was to play this like New York punky kid. Kid, Why the fuck they called me in for this? I have no idea. I think it might have even been a mistake. But I'm like, <laughs> oh, I'm going to work on this character. So I'm in front, of the, you know, in front of the mirror, practicing. And I made the decision. It was a casting director who knew me. And then I made the weird decision to go, I'm going to come in in character. So she's like, oh, hey, Paul, how's it going? Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah, I think, you know, I think I'm okay. And it's uh, like, she's looking at me like, what the fuck? What are you and I, doing? And I do it, and I get home and look in the mirror. I go like, what the fuck was I thinking? You know, it was just so Did you get the part? Dumb. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm great you, if I did. <laughs> exactly. Do you, and, and do you think now, like, if, if, if somebody I knew, like a buddy came in, yeah. In character, I'd be like, what do you... Yeah, I'd be like, oh, they're going to do that. All right. <laughs> How fast can we do it? But that's when I... You know, that, You're embarrassed for them. Oh, my God. Well, <laughs> the mistakes you make when you start as an actor, sure. like, I, going in in costume is always a terrible idea. It is? Oh, yeah. I went in for some some show, Sybil or whatever, and it was a role of a waiter in a fancy hotel, in a restaurant. So I, had a tux, I rented a tuxedo and went in a tuxedo and looked so desperate. And you just, everybody's face gets sad when you walk in like that. Yeah. Aww. When you walk in, you just see a bunch of actors just sitting there going, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> exactly. They'll I'm give like, you a uniform. I'm getting the part, man. Yeah. yeah. No, you did not. <laughs> yeah. I'm, have you worked with guys who, I'm always amazed by guys who are like, 
in character all the time, like the Daniel Day Lewis's. Right. And I'm sure you've had to deal with those guys. But when someone does something so well that might be douchey if I do it, it's like, well, that's what works for him and he wins Oscars. So, like, what's right. the line between someone staying in character and going, that's an artist, and hey, this guy is just trying to be. He's trying to be an artist. Yes. He wants depth. Yeah, I mean, I guess it just depends on what you think their actual process is. You know, I know some people who won't, like, get out of an accent because they don't want to kind of lose it. it. Yeah. Lose it. I'm like, that's cool. And if somebody wants to stay in character, that's fine with me. But then, you know, like the stories you hear of like, like Jared Leto on the set of uh, Suicide Squad or whatever yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like beating the Joker. a dead pig with a, with a, a, a bat to, to get in character. Like, I don't know if I would want that on set myself. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You could just go, you know, run and do push-ups or something. <laughs> Have you dealt with guys like all these pictures of Brando uh, with Robert Duvall standing there with like with like a dialogue on his chest? Yeah. So Brando didn't have to learn his lines. I guess yeah, if exactly. someone's good enough, I guess you tolerate it. Oh yeah, totally. Now, it, especially if they're a star, you're like you do whatever. But you know, a lot of people wear like earwigs now. Some of you know actors who are getting older, and I get it. Hey, I I did. I, I um, produced a show called Zoe's Extraordinary Playlist. It was on yeah, NBC yeah. for a couple of seasons, and uh, uh, the, the showrunner wanted me to come on, and he, so he wrote this role for me as like this uh, funeral director, and he gives me this big speech, and I kind of have it in my head, and so I get in there, and then so I sit down. The director goes, "Okay, so when you say this line, you're going to pull this out, and you're going to take this line, and you're going to hand them this, and you're going to do this." And it was gone, literally every bit of yeah. out of my head, and I couldn't get through it. So I, fortunately, I go like, "Guess what? I'm the executive producer. You can't fire me. Draw cu- cue cards, put them up. I'm going to read the cue cards." Yeah, and I did. So yeah, very proud. So the key to being an actor is to be the executive producer. Yes, yeah, so you can't get fired. <laughs> <laughs> it's all about power. <laughs> yeah, but it's uh, I, a friend of mine had a part. In, it was one of the men in black, and it was he had to walk backwards with Will Smith and somebody else and do all this dialogue, oh God. and he just kept fucking it up. Yeah. And he said that they actually said, all right, we're going to do this. We're going to put you up here, mm-hmm. and they brought another actor down to do his lines. He, oh, he, he blew it, but he was right in the there. scene, but he like had one line. No, it, that's it, brutal. And you know when he, it's happening, that flop sweat on the back of your neck, and it's just like, fuck, there it goes. you know. And that was me, but that was the hard part about that experience I just told you about, because as the executive producer, you also don't want to look like an idiot in front of your cast. You right. Know? And I'm working with a bunch of cast members, you know, like Mary Steenburgen and Jane Levy, you know, and I'm just shitting the bed. And you're like, oh, God, this is so terrible. That's why I don't put myself in my movies anymore. I always used to do like a cameo when I was directing. But the loss of power, when you're telling people all day how to act, and then you get in front of the camera, all you can think is they're going like, this fucker's telling me what to do. Yeah. He's yeah. terrible. Yeah. So Yeah, you, you just know. have to... Like, trust me, if I was doing it, it'd be perfect. Yeah, but I'm not. Right. So you be perfect. You be perfect. I'm going to judge. I'm just going to sit here and judge you. Was yeah. she uh, Was she married to Malcolm McDowell at that time? Yeah. yeah. Uh, um, no, she, now she's with Ted. Ted Danson. Oh, wait, but when, oh, wait, so when you worked with her, she wasn't with Malcolm McDowell? No, this, oh. this was only like a couple years ago. Oh, I was wondering if he came on the yeah. set. This wondering. is very recent. Oh, I know. I wish. I love Malcolm McDowell. Me too. So cool. I, I mentioned him on, I, I follow him on Instagram. I was hoping he'd give a little follow back. <laughs> well, you were looking for a follow. Did you get one? I certainly did not. Wow. Well, DM. Do a DM. Yeah. Hey, just didn't notice if you. I thought you might be recognize me. Uh, I followed you. Something really douchey. <laughs> hey, <team> follow back. <laughs> uh, <laughs> he knows my movies. I'm gonna follow uh, this guy. Oh. <laughs> oh, clockwork. That one doesn't come up too often. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I loved your work in Blue Thunder. Oh, then yeah. that would be happy. Was he in Blue Thunder? He was the villain in Blue Thunder. Ah, right? that's. He was in a movie called If Two. Oh yeah. 
That was a, a, a yeah. fa- Lindsay Anderson, I think. Don't remember. Yeah, it's like a, 68 or 69. Yeah. 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 Where uh, Caligula's probably my favorite. Even Clive yeah. Roger Caligula. Caligula. Yeah. <laughs> Very underrated because of the porn in it, yeah. but the acting is Helen Mirren and John Gilgood and him. It was great. Oh, totally. Bob yeah. Guccione directed that, I believe. Yeah. yeah. yeah there you go. And the they, actors didn't know what was going on isn't that awesome? in off hours. <laughs> he would shoot the hardcore that. stuff at night when they had left. Oh, I didn't even know yeah, that. John yeah. Gilgood, they had no idea what they were signing up for. <laughs> but that must have been one hell of a premiere. <laughs> <laughs> I did what? <laughs> <laughs> That's my face on something else. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. So uh, when you're, when you're you're uh, getting ready in the morning, mm-hmm. right? And you're deciding yeah. what suit you're going to wear, what's yes. going to match, the pocket square, the lapel, the tie, mm-hmm. the everything. Do we, uh, the night before, pick things out? Do we have a week's no. worth to go? Or the morning of, are you just catching the vibe? I think the night before would be really sad. Uh, <laughs> that's like, like your, a costume, Like your right? mom laying out your clothes yeah. for you. Yeah. No, it's, I, I got a bunch. And it's kind of like, well, what, what today? And it's it literally just kind of, oh, that one's fun. Or I feel like wearing this pair of shoes today so that you know, right. they're brown, so they go with the brown suit. And yeah. yeah. I try not to be too finicky about it. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. I just, I, I've been doing it for so long that it just becomes kind of second nature to pull it down. But today, I was definitely like, what what color should I wear for the guys? Yeah. So, oh, thank you. Yeah, I've yeah. a lovely orange. <laughs> yeah, you you just like to dress like a gentleman. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's weird. I don't. I, I like kind of grown up. That's the, my cocktail book's all about that. It's the ultimate guide to grown up fun, and it's basically I'm trying to convince guys that it's okay to be a grown up sometimes. You know, and like I love the old timey cocktail parties. You know, where you'd see pictures like in somebody's apartment from the 50s and everybody's wearing like tuxedos and gowns but they're sitting around on couches and just you know having drinks and sitting around tables and all that i think that's really cool and so that's what i'm kind of trying to bring back i went to a party recently yes uh it was a great gatsby themed oh nice birthday party but i don't own great gatsby clothes (laughs) you don't no i don't Um, i I know i look like that type of a gentleman i'm utterly shocked i do not um and i but i went and bought a tuxedo and uh it was it was nice to buy a tuxedo you bought one you didn't rent no, because I was like, I, I lost a little weight since then, so I'm probably going to be too skinny for it. But I I, I was like, yeah, I want to own a tuxedo. It's good to have a tuxedo. Because yeah. living in New York, there's enough things come up. Where, sure. And, and guys in the rented tuxedos, it's never a great look. You no. Know? And the, but you have to wear them for weddings or hopefully the funeral of a coworker. I mean, yeah. there's always something to root for. <laughs> I don't know well, <laughs> well, a friend of mine said he doesn't want to wear anything that a teenager had sex in. <laughs> so, you know, oh, those, those, those prom tuxedos are uh, definitely seen somewhere. Yeah, you don't want to put a black light over a prom <laughs> I guess not. Renting a tuxedo, that's, a, that's probably had a hard road. Yeah. <laughs> Even if it's an adult tuxedo at a wedding, you just don't know. No. no. I think that there's incontinence involved with that. Who yeah. knows exactly? Something could go wrong. Yeah, I own a tux, but I bought it to wear at WrestleMania because they wanted all, oh, nice. the, all the broadcasters. I mean, this is yeah. WrestleMania. Wear a tux. I was like, all right. Totally. Yeah, I'm wearing a tux to WrestleMania. Did you get Look flipped in the ring or anything like that? <laughs> I did not. I would have. I wish. You need a good action pants for that. You <laughs> yeah, know, that's a good true. stretch in there. <laughs> Jim, Jim, I was going to say, yes. I wanted his opinion. Jim has taken to wearing, because uh, he's lost weight recently, so it's like, it's time for the new gym. It's yeah. time, you know, and that's it's a fun place to be. Yeah, he's taken to wearing a baggy corduroy pant. Really? Oh, I, yeah. really? But I want not not because I know I guess young skaters or whatever wear them. That's not I wanted Mm-mm. like it like the something on Golden Pond type of pants. <laughs> yeah, something cuffed, an older a cuff, gentleman a cuffed corduroy pants. Oh, nice. An older man, maybe a sweater. With, I didn't get the actual sleeve, the uh, patches on the sleeve, but I right. wanted like an old man look. Well, it's very comfortable. LLB. 
Halloween kind of. You're out there yes, fly polo, fishing. A little yeah. Ralph Lauren gentleman's yes. baggy corduroy. American classic. Something Charles Grodin would look good in. Oh, there you go. <laughs> nice. In the 80s. Yes. Um, no, going I, for 80s Charles. Charles Grodin. Yes. <laughs> that's, I love. that's the look everybody's going for right Sure. Now. How do you not? Who doesn't love Charles Grodin? He's brilliant. Be the trendsetter, Jim. Be the trendsetter. That's right. I like this. You no, know, what, do you, what do you do if you're having a cocktail party and you're like, everybody kind of comes, you know, dressed like a gentleman and then... Here comes Jim in his baggy corduroys. Casual baggy corduroys. Well, you know, I would say is if that's his style, then that's cool. I think the greatest, you know, thing that that guys fall down on is just not having a style. Yeah. You know, like that says who you are, what you kind of like. You know, just dressing so you don't get arrested is not really a style. <laughs> right. You know. So, but whatever that style is, I've been through so many different styles over the course of my life. I mean, I went from disco, to, I went to then to like uh, vintage bowling shirts and that kind of thing. You know, Hawaiian shirts. So you just kind of go. Like this is me today. This is because look when you see people, you meet them on the street. You know, you see somebody for the first time, like it or not, you are judging them on their appearance. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then it's up to them to either subvert what you think of them or to support it. Confirm it. Yeah. But why not? Kind of at least take it, not make it so hard for everybody. <laughs> they go like that guy looks terrible, and I'm like, oh, he's actually really nice. I don't know. I, it's, personally, I just think it's fun to kind of have yeah. a calling card you, that you wear. Do you look back at the old incarnations of you, going like, oh, why did I go through that Hawaiian shirt phase? <laughs> Or do you take pride? Uh, there's a couple. I, I think I think the Hawaiian shirt thing was a little little disappointing. <laughs> <laughs> but when I was a stand-up, I was a stand-up from 85 to 90 professionally. Yeah. And that was when there was a thing called Willy Wear suits, which were these almost kind of David Byrne kind of baggy kind of suits. But you would roll up the sleeves. Right, and sure, sure. Oh, yeah. The amazing Jonathan type of thing, right? Like, oh, yes, yeah. Totally. The piano tie and yep. all that stuff. I wore a bolo tie. But I wanted to be wow. loose. I wanted to have this real loose fit, kind of like you're talking about. So I could really because I was very physical as a, yeah. as a stand-up and it just it felt comfortable to do that but then I slowly transitioned out of that because I was playing more clubs and it was it was starting to everybody else was sort of down and dirty and kind of grungy at that time so I kind of switched to that but I always felt kind of like an imposter doing that so uh, and then I just stopped doing stand-up <laughs> <laughs> yeah you're like it wasn't the suit yeah, I, know, exactly. <laughs> I burned out I burned out fast I, I, did, I didn't have the constitution to be like a, a headliner because I spent my whole you know five years working my way up to being a headliner and then I found being a headliner really depressing because when you're the opener in the middle all your friends are watching you're coming back after your you know after your set and people are like hey that was great and all this when you're the headliner you come off stage everybody's gone <laughs> they all went you know to go eat or whatever and you go meet them and i just found that really weirdly sad i think i needed affirmation from my peers yeah no i know it is sad to get the check and then you see their check and you're like yeah, you know i'd rather be alone with this money than with <laughs> that my friends for that sure money. that is for sure did you work with those guys like i came in in 1990 i started and did you remember guys like tommy blaze like i, I yeah. remember his name but i don't think i ever worked with him or George Kalfa or any of those guys? Yeah, they were a lot of road warriors, those guys, right? There was a guy, remember a guy named Tree? Did you ever hear of that? There was a guy who was like a regular all over the the circuit named Tree, and he would all the time. Glenn Super, remember Mr. Uh, His name, I remember. I'm older than you, exactly. He was Mr. Bullhorn. That was his. Yeah, Yeah, I remember the headshot. I would see the headshot. A lot of these guys, you'd see their headshots Uh, in in, in places and go, yeah, I know who that guy is. Glenn Super, Mr. Bullhorn, yes. Yeah, I got inspired to be a stand up by what, you know, I was a big Steve Martin fan and all that, but there was a show called Make Me Laugh, which came out in the the late 70s. Uh, And like the regulars on that were Gary Muldeer, um, Mike Binder, um, oh God, some other guys. And those were all the guys who I thought were so cool. So when I was out on the circuit and like would work with them, it was a huge deal for me because they were like famous to me because I yeah. watched them on TV. But um, but those, you know, those names are sadly. Kind do you remember of... John Fox? John Fox. Yeah, yeah, I do actually. He passed away yeah, from Chicago. Yeah. Real dirty, funny, like just a 
hard drinker. Yeah. Just like a real fucking road guy. Funny. Yeah. God, some of those guys are so dirty. There was a guy, not, it's not Robert Schmeigel. It's, uh, he had a name like that. Shit. And he but was, not Bob Schimmel. Yeah, Bob Schimmel. Oh, yeah. He, he died in a car accident. Yeah. Yeah. He was so funny. He was great. Boy, yeah, he, he got like he mainstream so famous too. Yeah. Very dirty. But for some reason, that slow delivery, like it just didn't feel as filthy, but it was. <laughs> yeah. He was like a really dirty <laughs> Stephen Wright. <laughs> that same kind of low delivery. Yeah. <laughs> Well, uh, Paul, I'm glad that you come in here. You, I feel like you give us a touch of class. Yes. <laughs> you make class accessible. That's me. Right? That's me. And that's part of uh, cocktail time. It's cocktail about, time. Here it's it not just about, you know... Making drinks, but it's the culture around it. Yeah, and the, exactly. The fun Lot, and lots, of, and there's it's filled with goofy, embarrassing stories from my past. 125 drink recipes, many of them that are originals that I created. Uh, and there's also recipes from some of my famous friends like uh, Charlize Theron and Kerry Washington and Henry Golding and Michelle Yeoh. Yeah, so it's just really fun. I, it, it was, it was. I, I did a show during the the lockdown on on Instagram, a, a live show every day at five o'clock for 100 days in a row, where I would make cocktails and then we'd raise money for first responders and, and, and other charities and this just kind of started with people going like oh write down all the recipes so i started to write them down and then they just started expanding with goofy stories and advice on how to stock your bar how to throw parties so it's all it's all in there in cocktail time. what is in i've only heard the name i don't drink what is in a slow gin fizz a slow gin well it's slow gin which is the difference sl- slow gin is it's basically gin that has slow berries uh that are soaked in it and so it turns red and it becomes kind of sweet is it spelled s l o e uh, yeah, it, yep, S-L-O-E, okay. yeah. And Slow Gin Fizz, is, I, I think it, it, it's Slow Gin with, I believe it's like 7-Up or something, and, and that's kind of it, really. So it, it's, you know, but, it, you know, Slow Gin's good. Slow Gin is what, like, when you're, if you're in Britain and you go hiking with fancy people, they have flasks of Slow Gin. Oh. What's the ultimate gentleman's cocktail? Like, if you were going to hang out with the guy who, let's just say the the, uh, uh, the 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 director of the BBC, who would you, what kind of a cocktail would you make? <laughs> well, like, that's the most I gentleman the guy I could think of. I like it, I'm watching the crown. That's like what I'm thinking of. There you go. Dookie. Well, it would be... <laughs> it would be... Yeah, I know they put an IE on the end of everybody's name. Shrimpy was always my favorite guy yeah. from uh, Downton Abbey. Um, no, it would be a martini as far as I'm concerned. To me, the martini is the king of cocktails because it, it, it's it's classy. It comes in the most the prettiest glass, you yeah. know, that cocktail shape. And it's the most finicky drink because it's really easy to screw up a martini, which is only just, you know, gin. A real martini is gin. It's not vodka. So when people say gin or vodka, when you ask for martini, they should just say they should give you gin automatically. But that's my weird little yeah, yeah. affectation. Um, yeah. And just like gin or vodka? No, I'm going home. I'm not. Yeah, I'm out of here. How dare you, yeah. sir? Exactly. <laughs> and with a little bit of vermouth, but it's it's how much how little vermouth you get in there. Some people like it very wet with a lot of vermouth, and then some people like a dirty martini with a lot of olive, olives and all that. But uh, no, I like a nice clean martini. But here's here you're talking about the crown. Guess guess who uh, on the show made a martini for the now king of England? Who on the show? Do you mean which cast member? Like which real royal character? No, I mean on our show right now that I'm I'm talking to you on right now. You, oh, you oh and did I. you? Oh, you made one for Charles? It was it was a coy way to, to turn the attention on myself. Yeah. Yes, I actually was, like, was it Norton? Yeah. I, uh, <laughs> yes, no, I didn't. No, I did shots with the Queen one time, but that was you know she came to a gig and she thought I was hilarious. What? what uh, no, how did that happen? It was crazy. No, I, I have a, a friend who's really close friends with them with with the, the royals, and from and I've always kind of wanted to meet them just because I we have the same weirdly Prince Charles and I have the same tailor King Charles uh, and and so I always wanted to do it and so finally for my 60th birthday which was this past year um, she said all right I'm gonna get 
I'm going to get us all together. So we went out to Highgrove, which is where he lives when he's not in the castle. And um, it was just myself and my friend and her husband and my wife and, and Prince at the time, Prince Charles. And he comes in. Oh, and this was embarrassing. So when you meet royalty, what you're supposed to do is you, you – I was drilled by my friends who know royals. You're supposed to snap your head down and basically go, nice to meet you, your royal highness. And when you say your royal highness, snap your head down very quickly. So I'm nervous. Comes in. There he is. I'm like, oh. Nice to meet you, Royal. And I would go down, and I blew all the air out of my lungs, basically. So just nice to meet you, Royal. And I look up like, oh no, he's going to kill me. And and he laughed, and he's like, oh, it's nice to see you. But yeah, I made him a martini, and he really liked it. That's incredible. Is it was he pleasant? Very pleasant. Very. He's funny. He was actually very funny. I, yeah. I gotta say, he did, he did a very funny accent. He did a, he did an Australian accent that I thought was really, really good. No, I, I really, I liked him a lot. Good. That's excellent. Go. Well, Paul, congrats on the book. Yes. Everybody go out there and get it. You got it. And, yeah. uh, yeah. You're one of the press to do. So we'll be back with, uh, Jeremiah and Phil, and it's always good seeing you. Great to see you. Thanks, guys. Awesome. Right, we'll be right back. Anytime. Cheers. If you missed any of today's show or want to catch up on previous shows, Check out Jim and Sam using the SXM app. More after this. The Bennington Show. Now on weekdays at noon. My husband and I were discussing this and he was like, you know, no one won. It's going to be a billion dollars. And I said, I don't want it. It would make me uncomfortable to have a billion dollars. Why? Some million sounds pretty nice. You know what you could do? Let your father manage it. The way Brittany's (laughs) father managed everything for her. Not be in a conservatorship. No, here's the thing. You will be in a conservatorship. The Bennington Show. Now on weekdays at noon east and available anytime on the SiriusXM app. Team Coco Radio. Radio legend Conan O'Brien here. I've often been told that I have a face for radio. Well, guess what? Sirius XM thought so too. Tune in to Team Coco Radio, Channel 106. Everything that you kind of liked about what I did on television, on radio. Conan O'Brien on Channel 106. Check it out. Team Coco Radio, 106. Individual rates, coverage offerings, and savings may vary. Subject to terms and conditions. Not available in all areas. Actual pie customer. Workers' comp can crush a small business. Every year it would jump 5, 10, 15, 20%, even though there was never any claims. And that's where I was struggling as a growing business. That's Mike Lozier, owner of Gutter Plumber, a small business in New Jersey. A while back, Mike found his workers' comp costs rising. Luckily, he discovered Pi Insurance. From start to finish, it was extremely easy. They quickly came back to me with a plan that was affordable for me. Are you overpaying for workers' comp? Just go to saveonpi.com, share a few details about your business, and you could save up to 30% with no hassle or hidden fees. Like Mike, we think you'll be glad you did. I'm very happy that I moved over to Pi for my workers' comp so that I can grow my company while not breaking the bank. Find out how much you could save with Pi Insurance. Ask your agent or get a quote at saveonpie.com. That's saveonpie.com. Hi there. I'm Andrew McCollum, the CEO of Philo, the best way to watch your favorite live and on-demand TV for just $25 a month. We created Philo because we saw a chance to make TV better. We got rid of everything you hate about cable. Contracts, hidden fees, pricing that changes without notice, and terrible customer service. We replaced it with an unlimited DVR that lets you save as much as you want for a whole year, an easy-to-use app on all of your devices wherever you are, and 24-7 customer service that connects you right away with a real person. 
Did you know that in the four years we've been around, we've never once raised the bill on any of our subscribers? That's how we do things at Philo, because we really care about our community and are always trying to figure out how to deliver more for them. Signing up takes seconds, and once you do, hopefully you'll see what I mean. Get a seven-day free trial at philo.com slash Andrew. That's P-H-I-L-O dot com slash Andrew. Let me know what you think. The economy is crazy right now. All-time high inflation, bearish stock market, rising home prices and interest rates. How do you figure it all out? Make your money go further and work harder with a certified financial planner professional from Facet Wealth. Financial planning used to focus on retirement, but with Facet, a dedicated expert guides you through every financial decision. Facet advisors are certified financial planner professionals and fiduciaries. They're legally bound to do what's in your best interest. This isn't just about investments. You get an entire team of experts within insurance, taxes, estate planning, and budgeting to make complex financial decisions easy. Facet has a simple flat fee, no hidden charges, and with nothing to sell, there are no commissions. Call 888-598-3780 for two months free off your first year of financial planning. That's 888-598-3780, facetwealth.com slash XM. Facet Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. I hate Steven Singer. Steven is giving every other jeweler out there another reason to hate him. Steven Singer Jewelers has the number one gift. Everybody knows diamond stud earrings are the number one gift this holiday, and Steven has the most beautiful, best value, real diamond studs anywhere. Choose a great pair of Anita diamond stud earrings for under $300. Steven makes it so easy to buy real diamond jewelry for someone you love. No phony sales, no haggling, no nonsense. Steven's real diamond studs are flawless to the eye, near colorless, and come with his famous full-value lifetime trade-in. You can trade up your diamond studs anytime and receive exactly what you paid towards a new pair. Plus, fast and free shipping both ways. Steven also has the best guarantee in the business with a full 100-day, 100% no-hassle money-back guarantee. Shop now for Christmas with no risk. Go to IHateStevenSinger.com and click on his Anita Diamond Stud earrings or visit Steven's showroom at the other corner of 8th and Walnut in Philly. Buy real diamonds from a real jeweler you can trust. Steven Singer Jewelers. That's IHateStevenSinger.com. Sirius XM Channel 103. Faction Talk. Ah, the people you meet outdoors come in all shapes and sizes. Hikers, bikers, thrill seekers, tailgaters, pop-up campers, class A glampers. No matter what draws you outside, we all have one important thing in common. That's a love for a great, a great outdoors. Correction, two things. A love for great TV or great TVs. Dish Outdoors offers portable satellite antennas. They go wherever you go. Catch up on live news, sports, weather, all in HD. Plus, only Dish Outdoors. They have pay-as-you-go programming. There's no contracts or annoying credit checks required. You activate before you hit the road. You only pay for the months you need. The Dish Outdoors antennas are quick, easy to set up with fully automated signal finders. They work without Wi-Fi or cell data. They're really lightweight and compact, so you can take them anywhere. Visit DishOutdoors.com to learn more, and you get free shipping. Restrictions apply.
Let's go. This is Tom Brady. Join me, Larry Fitzgerald, and Jim Gray on SiriusXM for the best NFL analysis you'll hear anywhere. Every Monday throughout the season through Super Bowl 57, we're breaking down every Bucks game and every major story across the league. We're going to have some fun hitting on topics on and off the field. Whatever's on my mind is on the table. New episodes of Let's Go drop every Monday at 6.30 p.m. Eastern on Mad Dog Sports Radio, NFL Radio, or listen on the SXM app or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, Mom. Surprise, I brought you something. Socks. Oh, heat holders original. I use them for snow sports and around the farm. I also bought a bunch for my new work site. I know what everyone is getting for gifts this holiday. Heat holders <laughs> socks are the warmest. We use a proprietary three-stage process, making heat holders the softest, warmest, and most comfortable socks guaranteed. We also have hats, gloves, throws, and so much more. Go to heatholders.com. Use the code HOLIDAY to save 15% off your order. Free shipping for orders over $25. Heatholders.com. Hey, Emma, want to shop for a mattress at the mall? Just take me to the dentist. It'll be less painful. I thought you'd want to do some research. Oh, Dan, I've done all the research. We're getting a Sattva. They make it easy to shop online. Which Sattva? They have nine different types. Inner spring, latex, memory foam, adjustable air, and all beautifully handcrafted. Which one is better for my back? They all have lumbar zone technology, approved by chiropractors. Which one's the easiest to carry upstairs? Safa has free delivery and setup. What if I don't like it? Safa has a 365-night sleep trial and lifetime warranty. And when have you not liked my decisions? That's one of those trick questions, isn't it? Visit Safa.com slash Faction Talk to get $200 off purchases of $1,000 or more. That's S-A-A-T-V-A dot com slash Faction Talk. Niner loved working in IT, but he wanted more. I knew I could make more money if I was certified. His boss encouraged him to go to My Computer Career. My manager knew that I'd be more valuable. The experience was top-notch. I was able to take classes on my laptop. Now I, I can work from home. You can get into IT uh, within less than a year. Become an IT pro in just months with zero experience at mycomputercareer.edu. Check out My Computer Career. If I can do it, I know anybody can. It's not rocket science. It's mycomputercareer.edu. This is one student's experience. Individual results vary. Individual rates, coverage offerings, and savings may vary. Subject to terms and conditions. Not available in all areas. Actual pie customer. Workers' comp can crush a small business every year. It would jump 5, 10, 15, 20%, even though there was never any claims. And that's where I was struggling as a growing business. That's Mike Lozier, owner of Gutter Plumber, a small business in New Jersey. A while back, Mike found his workers' comp costs rising. Luckily, he discovered Pi Insurance. From start to finish, it was extremely easy. They quickly came back to me with a plan that was affordable for me. Are you overpaying for workers' comp? Just go to saveonpi.com, share a few details about your business, and you could save up to 30% with no hassle or hidden fees. Like Mike, we think you'll be glad you did. I'm very happy that I moved over to Pi for my workers' comp so that I can grow my company while not breaking the bank. Find out how much you could save with Pi Insurance. Ask your agent or get a quote at saveonpi.com. That's saveonpie.com. It's getting cold again. I hate the cold. My tootsies in my hands get very cold. Best way to keep yourself warm, heat holders. Two words. Heat Holders makes the warmest thermal socks around. I can attest to that. They really are fantastic. 
They keep your feet seven times warmer than regular cotton socks. To me, it feels eight times warmer, but I'll say it the way they want me to. How do they do it? Well, Heat Holders uses their proprietary three-stage process involving advanced insulating yarns, intense brushing, long loops that result in socks. They combine warmth, softness, and comfort like nothing else out there. Heat Holders is like a thermostat for your feet. They keep your little tootsies warm, dry, and comfy. Heat Holders, they make the best in class. Gloves, hats, base layers, throws, much more. Give Heat Holders to your loved ones this season. It's a great gift. You know, your grandmother, you know what, to get the old bag, get her a pair of socks. Go to heatholders.com, enter the code GEM, a GEM, GEM. I am a GEM, but it's J-I-M, GEM. Save 15% off your order. Receive free shipping. Any purchase of $25 or more. So don't freeze your butt or your feet off this winter. Protect the extremities. Heatholders.com. Use the code J-I-M. Heatholders.com. Heat holders make life warmer. Ladies and gentlemen, does that mean that we're on the air? Are we on? Hope so. We are back. Ah, boy. Who doesn't love Sabracadabra? I want to reach out and grab you. Yeah. Hi, guys. Phil. Hello, Hello Jeremiah. How are you? Sorry yeah. we're a little late. We had a, some, we had a guest before. Welcome back. Oh, it's Jim Norton and Sam Roberts. Yeah, Jeremiah Watkins, Phil Hanley walking in. Yes. The gruesome twosome of comedy is there known? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Good morning. Good morning. Well, oh welcome. Make yourselves at home. I was watching. I got to say, too, I've been wa- I, a couple times I went on after Phil recently. God damn, so fucking funny, man. Oh, Your thanks. stand-up is so good. And, I, and I, I don't watch it. It's like when you're going on right after somebody, you catch the last five or six minutes sometimes. It was it, the Village Underground a few times. So fucking funny. Oh, thanks, Billy. Really great. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Sam, do you have something nice to say? Yeah. Uh, you have Instagram, right? <laughs> yeah, I do. <laughs> cool, yeah. man. I do. Phil M. Hanley. Thanks That's for bringing awesome. that up. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Yeah. There you sweet, go. sweet clips, bro. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like your clips, yeah. yeah. But I don't want to not say something nice about Jeremiah. He's got clips. Jeremiah's got clips, But too. I just saw this live. I haven't seen Jeremiah do stand-up live. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks, Jim. Getting back to my act. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I had to. I, mean, yeah. I appreciate that. No, that means a lot to me. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, I guess... Uh, yeah, you can't really get away without complimenting people anymore because clips. Oh, right. Like, haven't you seen the clips? Yeah, absolutely. I understand if you haven't seen me live, but haven't you seen yeah. the clips? That's true. I posted those for you. Yeah, every day, Sam. I'm waiting for your likes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm just uh, I was checking my likes and just... Because you said you liked the clip, yeah. but it doesn't... But I didn't see your name actually like it. Because so... I checked the list of people who yeah, liked it. It's kind of weird. And it's just weird that you said that. <laughs> you said to me in person, which is less validating than when I see it. Yeah. Because yeah, everybody can see it when it's there. Everyone can see it when he likes it publicly. Yeah. 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 The worst is when you check your verified at mentions and you're like, oh, I got one. And it's from some guy who's the sports editor at the Jefferson Sentinel <laughs> in Ohio. And you're like, oh, he's got 900 followers. I well, suck. I mean, it's even worse now because your, your verified at mentions go off. Yeah. And you're like, ah, oh, who's this? Yeah. You paid for it. This isn't a real verified yeah. at mention. Yeah. It's humiliating. It's an eight dollar a month verified app mention. Are you living here now? Uh, no, just trying to come out here more often. I, lo- I love coming out uh, and doing the New York scene, and, and uh, yeah, trying to become uh, be coming out here more often. Yeah, for sure. So this is like uh, two or three times a year at least now. Right. So, yeah. Where do you work when you're here? 
Uh, New York Comedy Club, The Stand, um, primarily, and then eventually, um, if I'm out here more often, I'll I'll try to showcase at the cellar and all that stuff. Yeah. It's got to be weird coming out here. Like, when I go to L.A., I'll stay in a hotel, but the, the hotels here are fucking astronomical. You just you stay in a hotel, do you bunk up with somebody? Usually, if a buddy's out of town, I'll crash at their place, but I got an Airbnb this week, and it was like, it was like a, I just had to eat it. It was like an, a grand for the week, and uh, which is better than the hotels. The hotels yeah. are like, you're the hotels, like two grand. The hotels suck here, too. Yeah. They go like, uh, no, this is a really nice hotel. It's like a fashion, trendy hotel. Mm-hmm. Like that means the room is a closet. <laughs> yeah, it's like, so yeah. bad. It's crazy. Yeah, the, the mattresses are on the floor, and it's like, yeah, but look, at, there's pink lights. <laughs> yeah, it's they trendy. Told, they told me I was staying in a double apartment. I was like, okay, yeah, double. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Who would let someone crash at their place? I know it's insane. Could you? I could never have somebody no. around my my stuff. Yeah. No, I wouldn't do that in a million years. Like, I'd rather pay $1,000 just to not have anyone in my place for the week. Yeah, Yeah, it would bug me. Not that there's anything I think my friends would steal, but just their head on my pillow. Yes. Them in my fucking toilet. Like towels? Ugh. Yeah, I come on all my towels, by the way. I really do. What? I I wipe it up with with towels and just throw it on the floor. Remind me to stay at your place. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. You want to use the shower? There's a there's a towel hanging right there. Yeah, yeah. There's come on all of the towels. Yeah. Oh, the towel that's uh, hanging. No, no, that's actually standing up by itself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's an optical illusion. Yeah. All of them. Yeah. All, whatever's available. Yeah. Yeah. You don't think in advance, like, no. let me make sure I got a little something here to to wipe this up. No, I don't. Look at you. Are you guys working New Year's Eve? Uh, I'm not. Is there I'm a reason, me- or you just don't want to? It's a no. Uh, yeah, just it's always a kind of a pain. I never, I'm never like the, the. I'm never like I'm glad I'm doing this. So yeah, <laughs> like yeah. I, right. I've never performed on a New Year's Eve and thought to myself, I'm glad I did. It's that fun. Show. No, like it's fun. The seller's fun on New Year's Eve. Are you working New Year's Eve? Yeah, I, I have a gig in uh, Nyack. I'm doing Levity. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, I'm I'm gonna be in Vancouver with the family. Right. Uh, us actually celebrating a holiday Absolutely, like a person. yeah, yeah. yeah. Like but th- I think this is the first year where I made that conscious decision. I was like, yeah, I'm not going to do it. Yeah. Well, the first time when you're on stage at New Year's Eve, the first one time you're... You're like, oh, I should have done the other thing I wanted to do. Mm, yeah. Which was commit suicide. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, I've, I've done New Year's Eves where they hand out those like noisemakers before yes. 12. Like they do it at the beginning of the show and you're like, what? that was the biggest mistake <laughs> yeah. you could possibly do. Why would you do that? Yeah. Yeah. It's brutal. Because they're drunk. Everybody's drunk and they're fucked up. And it's not as bad as it used to be, though. I've noticed New Year's Eve has gotten a little bit calmer and I don't know why. Probably your audience is getting older. That's a great point. <laughs> yeah. You know what? Yeah, I'm not exactly yeah. attracting a TikTok audience. Yeah. yeah, you're right. That's it. My audience is older. Yeah. Yeah, but it is, I guess, it's probably really difficult for a comic who, like, your income is based on what you decide to do. Yeah. So when you make the conscious decision to not make the New Year's money and be a person, it's like you have to be that guy. Nobody's going to sit there and tell you, yeah. you'll be fine. Don't worry. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. It it is. It can be a lucrative evening. Yeah, but it's also a nightmare. Often, <laughs> yeah, you're earning that money. Yeah. yeah. If I was in the city, I would the the cellar obviously polices the it's the, it's a fun night. Cause you do a bunch of shows and all your friends and stuff are there. Yeah. But yeah, I'm in Vancouver. Oh, that's nice. It's a way to do it. I've done the store on New Year's and that can be fun. Uh, and then I did one New Year's 
where I was in uh, I was in Texas doing one, and uh, I had to do the announcements, you know, at midnight for the countdown stuff. And then you're just on stage looking at couples being happy, kissing each yep, other, and yeah. stuff. And I'm like, well, my wife's at home alone, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's I cool. Hope. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I really hope she's in the audience kissing somebody else. I'm like, how did you get here? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Why would you come to this? Show? Yeah, why would you fly yeah. out why, to why Texas? You? Yeah, or she's just a laugh factory on a Sunday night kissing everybody. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That that's the worst. You do you do your set, you're fine, whatever. And then at midnight, they want the comics to come back on stage. And I'm not a com- like I'm uh, you know every people are like you, and I'm just like yeah, I've done my thing. It's embarrassing, yeah, right? You're just standing there. I never merit a bow. I never do anything <laughs> like I've never done anything where the crowd would go. We got it one more time. Yeah. We gotta please yeah. bow, bow yeah, for your accomplishment. You wait. It's so fucking huge. All the comics on stage. Bah, I just kind of fade into the back. And so do I. Always. Yeah. 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 It's embarrassing. It is. It is humiliating. Yeah, I've never bowed in my life. I don't plan on bowing. It's never happened. I don't Not think I've ever bowed. Life. No. What do you bow? You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I guess. I was in like plays in high school. Oh, and I right. bowed at the end oh, of the play. Yeah, but sure. you have to. It's yeah. a curtain call. Everybody comes out and bow. I would. Come I got out later fairly, in high school. Fairly, you did. Yeah. yeah. What I was that? Like? I did bow, and I did bow after that. I did. <laughs> when you did what? Got laid in high school. Oh yeah, yeah you yeah. should bow. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah, I didn't have yes. that opportunity. Yes, I got laid while I was bowing. <laughs> Position <laughs> I was in. <laughs> Happens. Yeah, I'm not a big guy to go on stage with the other. Like I hate at the end if you, if you film something and the, and at the end they'll want you to stand there and wave while the credits roll. Yeah. So a lot of times you have to be on stage for like an extra 45 seconds to a minute. Just wave at the crowd. It feels silly, but credits are rolling. Yes. And it's so fucking humiliating. I didn't... I'm here to plug my YouTube special. Thanks for bringing it up, Tim. Oh, nice. Yes. Uh, ooh la la. <laughs> it's on my YouTube uh, channel. But the first time... It's great, by the way. We, we recorded twice. Thank you. The you music. got it. Yeah. We recorded it twice. The first time I just immediately walked off stage because I just felt... I was like, okay, I'm done. And then the second time I did the same... They were like, no, you got to stay and wave and yeah i just could not do it what'd you do uh the second time i was about to leave and aziz was there and ran back on stage and made me stay and then uh kind of roasted did me. he direct your special no he just happened to be in the room and had heard that i left too quickly the first oh, time that's funny so, yeah so he ran up and then roasted me and made fun of me for so will he that. be in the end of the credits uh no we have the clip i'll probably put the clip online but okay. i didn't i didn't i was gonna do that they that's funny people that suggested funny. that i do that but yeah it, yeah, he just roasted me for like five minutes and then about walking off like that. about walking off stage for and your also own special. I yeah. thanked <laughs> I seem too ashamed. I, I thanked the I started thanking people like the like grips and the camera people and then he was like, "Why did you end your special by audio doing the credits?" So yeah, he humiliated me and then uh, that was that. But it feels so weird staying on stage. Yeah, I always wonder like when they say that like people get like a ten minute standing ovation at like yeah. con or whatever. Uh-huh. I'm like. What'd they do? You gotta do what Brendan like Fraser minutes. does. You fake cry because he's being nominated for The Whale. Yeah. And I, I mean, being praised for The Whale yeah. and yeah. come back. I love him, so I'm happy for him. Yeah. But you can only cry so many times. And the first time, it's probably like the head in, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. hands over the nose, just tap the tears. But then after a while, it's gotta be like, like right, this is what I have to do while they clap. Yeah, because yeah, you cry 90 seconds in. And you're like, oh shit! Yeah. I cried way too early. Eight and a half minutes. Like, yeah. Shit, yeah. 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 There's nothing left in the tank. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, it's embarrassing. Yeah. But for a ten minute standing over, whatever that means, the person didn't leave the stage. The person could have left the stage at four minutes, and it would have been over, right? Right. Do you think they would have been milking it a little bit? Yeah. I would think so. Yeah, they're just like you. You keep going because I'm sure there are people in the audience that are like, I mean, my hands I'm, are sore. I think I'm gonna keep 
going as long as he's standing there. Yeah. But why is he still there? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, I'm out. I've never liked anything enough to clap for 10 minutes. No. No. You've never seen one. Th- when you saw Kiss Me, it's the Phantom of the Park for the first time. 10 minute standing ovation? All right, I stand corrected. <laughs> Probably. When I saw The Kiss the in kiss. that movie. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I, I also, yeah, I think it's fairly performative at this point. Like, you're, like, they, they, they kind of realize, like, this is the movie that people write the article about. Let's make sure we give them the standing oh, right. ovation yeah, yeah, yeah. and everything. Because yeah. 10 minutes, I mean, that's like cardio. Like, yeah, clapping who would for ever, that long? Yes. You forget what you're clapping for. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm not, 10 minutes after I see a movie, like, we'll talk for five minutes after. But by 10 minutes, I'm like thinking about the next thing. Right, I forgot yeah. I saw the you're movie. You're no longer home. even thinking about the person you're clapping for at that point. You're just looking around. <laughs> yeah. You're like thinking of what you're having to do tomorrow. Yeah. Who's like, the clap leader that will finally stop this? Yeah. Like, I don't know what happened. Enough but... with the clapping! Oh, great. We can stop and just go home. Yeah. Maybe everybody's looking at like Robert Redford or something. And just like, we're going to clap as long as he's clapping. Yeah. And yeah. then. What is your YouTube uh, chat? Is it just Phil Hanley? Just, yeah, Phil Hanley and the special is called Ula La. I didn't even know you had a special. I should probably read the prep sheet. That's great, though. It's yeah. at the top. It's Thank highlighted. You. Came out three weeks today, I think. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, it's highlighted. I can read it from here, and I'm dyslexic. That's <laughs> <laughs> right. La La Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> ooh La La, Sam. I'm excited. Why yeah, I'm excited la. for you. Oh, thank you. Yeah, self produced. Look at you. Big. Dollars. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Why that name? Spent quite a bit uh, of cash. Ooh la la, because uh, it, it, if you watch the whole thing, which I know Sam has done, it's you awesome. see it. it is a, it, it's part of a joke. Okay. Where I say ooh la la. Where'd you shoot it? Uh, the, the Village Underground. Oh, how many cameras? I think like five. Nice. And a backdrop. It doesn't look like the Village Underground. We did a backdrop. I was like, I asked for all this stuff, and mm-hmm. I didn't know when everyone was just like, yeah, we'll totally do that. And then the backdrop was like six grand. You're like, I don't want to... Yeah, I didn't know it was too late. It was done. It was up. That's what's going on, I feel like, with a lot of comics that are self-producing. Like, when Joe List came in, he was like, yeah, I ordered this fucking sign. I had no idea how big it would be. This is uh, way too big. This yeah, is ridiculous. It's a giant... It's, his look great. Mine, I got... Yeah, it's like a painting. It's 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 stunning. Yeah, I'm sure yeah. it's beautiful. Well, you, you should be sure, because I assume you've watched it. To you. If yes. you let me finish, because yeah, yeah. oh. I found it to be beautiful. <laughs> oh, yes. yeah, 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 yeah. Wow. I mean, Please don't interrupt me. I'm about but... to cry for 10 minutes. Sorry. <laughs> no, but it's, it's beautiful. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but I mean, I, 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 I like that... The, you guys are self-producing now. I think it's. Uh, I think it's. I think that everything. When you realize that this is all your brain, yeah, it adds to the whole it, thing. It feels empowering because you know. Uh, I mean, obviously, you want to sell, and it'd be great to put it on Netflix, sell a special on Netflix, awesome. whatever. But if not, you're working on the set, and you know, if worst comes to worst, you can just put it up. Oh, that is cool. nice. Oh yeah, that's the backdrop. I yeah. want to do it at the Fat Black. I want to shoot something. I love that room. Oh, cool. The bar or the... The, the actual room room. Oh, room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. great. Small. But yeah. I, I love working out there. It's so yeah. great. I want to shoot like over the course of a couple of weeks. Like oh, just getting something together. Because it's so small. You can't get five cameras in there. Yeah, that's true. Maybe three. Yeah. Maybe two. Three. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, so you do it multiple? You'll do and then just wear the same thing and put it together. The way I yeah, because it's the way I, I do an hour there most Wednesdays. So I yeah. just want to kind of go up and just shoot a bunch of them and piece together different things. Oh, that's, oh, that's interesting. And then, yeah, like every week you just shoot a different camera angle until you've got everything you need. Or just shoot two camera angles and just play with material. Whatever. Mm. It's boring. I just, I wanna, that's what I want to do. No one cares. Anyway, what, what do you... Are you promote something, Jeremiah? 
I, I, my dumb. <laughs> Nobody gives a fuck about my process. No, but I just. What are you doing, For you listeners out there, Jim is bowing right now. Yeah. Yeah, I've got my series of stand up on the spot. It's on YouTube. We just filmed another one out here at New York Comedy Club on Sunday. What is that? Comedians go up with no prepared material, ask the audience for suggestions, and then create stand up on the spot based off the audience suggestions. So, yeah, it's all improv and in the moment. And any good bombs? Any good bombs? Yeah. Uh, not that, like, well... <laughs> You're like, our goal is usually to the, the, succeed. Yeah, <laughs> the goal is to succeed. I mean, if there's bombs, uh, we usually cut it unless... The, if it's it's so funny, the bomb is so funny that we leave it in kind of thing. But the comics get permission. They give full permission before I put anything out to make them feel comfortable. See, I would do the special where only the bombs made it. Yeah, the, yeah. the, the B-reel yeah. would be hilarious. Yeah, so you, <laughs> think, you, can, so you think you can improv. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> what are some of the subjects people yell out? Um, I mean, just uh, for New York, people really like, like on Sunday, I was getting a lot of like local type references, I think, because people love living in New York. So like uh, Long Island was one uh, that got yelled out. But uh, it can he be yelled simple. out Long Island? Somebody, <laughs> somebody yelled out Tamagotchi. Uh, do you remember those from back in the day? No. What's Tamagotchi? It was a very 90s thing. It yeah, was, it's, the, it's, the, it's, a, it's a digital pet. Yes. Oh, right. Right, right, right. It's like an egg. Yes. Much so. different than my... I immediately... I went to Bukaki. I was way <laughs> off. <laughs> yeah. Tom Bukaki. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> kid that was teased a lot in school. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but Bukaki... Bukaki's been yelled out plenty of times at the show. Of course, how could it not? Yeah, yeah. I just love <laughs> I love the guy that goes up to a comedy show and they're like, give us something to joke about. Long Island! Yeah. Like, what? Oh, yeah. dude. I mean, yeah. The terrible thing. Yeah. Terrible suggestion. The, the good thing is, as I tell all the comics, I was like, you can keep searching, and I do a, an example set at the top. I'm like, if you don't like these suggestions, keep fishing, because sure. they'll, they'll, they get better as the show goes on, because people get more comfortable, more confident, yes. and stuff like that. Yeah. Can you tell what a good one, like when you're in the crowd and someone yells something, can you be like, oh, that's going to be good, and or that one's lame? Can you uh, tell? You can tell usually by the energy of the crowd, or if the comic just resonates with it right away, you'll see like their eyes light up, and uh-huh. then they're like they're off to the races. Okay, yeah. Like so, when I got Tamagotchi, I was like, "Oh, get ready for a chunk!" <laughs> I was stoked on Tamagotchi. You knew what it was. I knew what it was. Yeah, that was like you had Tamagotchis era. growing up. Yeah, 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 yeah. I never heard of it. Yeah, they shit. Which is an interesting thing. Like you see them shit. Yeah, like yeah. you see them on the screen. Uh, you're I'm like, listening. Yeah, yeah. So they shit yeah. on the <laughs> shit. Like Jim, yeah. yeah. get excited. Yeah. 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 See, that's why I'm trying to appeal to you. Sure. They would shit. Really? And yeah, yeah, yeah. And you see a, a pile of, of of digital dung. Yeah. And like you'd have to push the little buttons because it's just a keychain, just three buttons. But you'd have to push the button sequence to clean up the yeah. dung. And if you didn't clean up the shit. They would sit there in their own filth, yeah. and it would get angry. It would have little emo- emojis that made it look angry. Uh-huh. And eventually, if you didn't feed it and you just let it shit, it would die in its own filth. Yeah, uh, and, then, and, and then, its own toxicity. Is that true? Or <laughs> yeah, no, no. Uh, can you get an accurate picture? No, that is okay. dead on. That's great. So See, look it? at all that shit. There's four uh, piles of shit yeah. next to that Tamagotchi. Yes. So it was supposed to be a fun way to also encourage kids <laughs> like, hey, this is how you care for something. Sure, okay? absolutely, yeah. Right. But yes. it was like... Yeah. It was like not too removed from like the Sims game or Chuck yeah. Berry video. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was our Chuck Berry. Yeah. <laughs> but like you would do the same thing on the it was like for a destructive 
child, like yeah. you would shit your Tamagotchi to death. Could you reset then, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You just do it again. Oh, shit okay. that one to death too. Oh, yeah. I see. And then, and then, I mean, it was the same psychology behind. Like, you did you ever play The Sims? No, I'm aware of it, but I never. Did you play The Sims? Oh, yeah, 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 and sure. you'd like you'd build a house for your Sim, right? And then you'd have your Sim go into a room, and then you'd hit pause. You'd build a wall around the door. And then your sim was stuck in that room. You just watch it starve to death and shit oh, all over itself and oh, die. Yeah. Yeah. So, so people who are sick, they're like, yeah. Okay, I get well, it. I mean, I just said I <laughs> did yeah. that. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's what you do before you start torturing turtles and eventually move on to, yeah, to that's yeah. hitchhikers. Right, the training yeah. wheels for all <laughs> right. that stuff. Yeah, it's <laughs> like... We don't have a problem yet, but we're watching this one. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. we'll watch this. I done. missed all that. I was, I was, uh, I'm too old. I was, I missed, I missed that whole yeah. the computer uh, thing. Tamagotchis were like, a, like for like two, three years. Oh. Like they were like Tamagotchis and Gigapets. Gigapets. That's they were the super hot. Really? Yeah. It's weird that that would be on the tip. It's interesting that, that someone would be in the crowd. Last Sunday, and that would be on their mind, Tamagotchis. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Can you even get them? Like, is it a thing anymore? They're starting to come back. They're bringing really? them back. Are they really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're cycling them through because my kids are like... Did they go out of business at one point, or have they been hanging on for 28 years? I mean, yeah. it, they just weren't a hot toy for... Like, they were the thing. Yeah. It's like Tickle Me Elmo level It's kind of like a huge. Furby kind of yeah. thing where it blew up for a little bit and then it goes away and then there's a new fad that comes around. It's right. probably like somebody bought the name and has just been sitting on it and like now sure. they're starting to cycle back. Somebody else owns oh, it. Oh, really? Right. Okay. I would imagine. Kind of like when Pan Am went out of business and then uh, I flew Pan Am and I didn't know it was probably a startup airline who just bought the, just bought the name. Right. Yeah. Re- Re- Pan Am's back? Oh, this is many, many years ago. Oh, right. yeah, okay. Yeah. I think I was doing a gig with Voss actually. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that they just bought the rights to the name I and then slap so. it on like okay. Spirit Airlines. Or oh, whatever. really? Yeah. Okay, yeah. Spirit yeah, Airlines. Me. Speaking of sitting in shit, am I right, guys? <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> I've Tell never flown you. them. Uh, oh. Oh. I, when I first <laughs> oh. when I first started going on the road, I'd come to the states because in Canada there's like two, there's like WestJet Air and Air Canada, Canada. Yeah. yeah. But in the st- I'd be like, I can't believe how these flights are so cheap. Spirit, that sounds <laughs> sounds religious. And then we would get, yeah, it would just be ins. It's just nuts. It's I love crazy. The, I love that the, the, the first reaction is like, I can't believe people don't know about this. Yeah, this is yeah, a yeah. great value. Yeah. This is such Frontier, so inexpensive. Yeah. Frontier. And it's like dudes that have been fired from other, like the stewardess are like, you know, Haggard. quite gruff. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is Ryanair like that over there? Like oh, the, I, yes. Have you flown it's them? It's horrible. What's Ryanair? It's literally as bad or worse than Spirit, in my opinion. They're Ryan, yeah. Irish airliner. It's so bad. That happens in Europe, too, though. You'll book like a flight somewhere and you'll be like, yeah. You, you're like, I can't believe this is here. Yeah. Such a great deal. Yeah. <laughs> they have the menu of food that is like uh, animated in front of you as also the escape plan right in front of you that are it's sealed to the seat in front of you so you can't take it off you're looking oh, at because they don't want possibly to dying multiple. the whole time yeah, yeah. yeah. save money on menus that's how yeah. they get you that's smart yeah. That's, yeah all these airlines are going out of business printing all these menus <laughs> <laughs> yeah I've heard they're kind of like a, a discount airline they, I mean they tape oh, the yeah. menu to the back of the seat yeah <laughs> that's crazy I'm always scared about maintenance on those planes. Like, are they under the same maintenance schedule? It right. scares me a little bit. If you're not paying for extra menus, where else are you cutting corners? Yeah. Because mm-hmm. they're True. big expenses yeah, that absolutely. you could be avoiding. Also, when you you can, there's a difference between the, you know, like the flight attendants and stuff, if you, Frontier or Spirit. Sure. So you'd think the mechanics, you know what I mean? 
Would also yes, be the fact like, that like the the flight attendants are like this is uh, clearly bottom of the barrel. Does yeah. this apply throughout yeah. your <laughs> right. your exactly. operation? Yeah, yeah. 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 Why you are all the, the ma- flight attendants on crutches on this? <laughs> yeah. do, you, do you have the mechanic version of that flight attendant? <laughs> the mechanic has teardrop tattoos, like a lot of yeah. them. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. All the flights that have gone down. He always walks away from the plane holding two bolts and just kind of like looking confused. <laughs> he, looks, he looks baffled. Like, yeah. what, what are they, an extra? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. See, going through the, the manual. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> always terrifying. Always terrifying when you have a maintenance delay. You're like, I hope that they know what they're doing. It's yeah. Like, mm-hmm. Never well, not scary. But you haven't flown a bad airline in a long time, right? No, I mean, I try to fly decent airlines yeah but once in a while I guess you have to if you it's the only or- yeah I'd rather just not go somewhere sometimes though it's a long delay I'm just like just fuck it roll the dice man let's, let's just, just try it. it let's just do your best to get me home yeah <laughs> let's take off yeah let's, yeah, do let's it. just get in the air yeah we'll see what happens yeah, from there. absolutely if it's meant to be it's meant to be <laughs> yeah <laughs> do you look at weather before you fly I've been obsessed with weather lately like I'm I, I've been hating turbulence so much that I'll see a day like today or yesterday I'm like oh fuck it's gonna be a rough Jim, one Jim has literally told us that he has started on just days that he's not traveling and is not traveling anytime soon. He will look up at the sky and see the clouds and go, it's turbulent up there. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I'd be surprised. <laughs> no, turbulence. I, I never check. I never check weather. Just cru- I'm mystified when I see someone wearing the appropriate jacket. <laughs> I'm just ba- it blows my mind that people are that together that they know like when it goes from cold to yeah, yeah. I'm how did you find my- out how did you know yeah. Uh, yeah I would say I just say to my girlfriend I'm like what should I wear like I, I know I have no idea and then I'm pissed when she's wrong I'm like wearing like a sweating I'm like great made me look like an idiot <laughs> have you ever neglected to bring an umbrella oh yeah uh, last night <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was terrible. Oh, I was walking around last night between spots, and I just had like a like a a parka kind of s thing. And people are looking at me like everybody else has umbrellas, and then one woman didn't have one, and she looked at me and gave me a nod, like we both messed up today. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's infuriating. Like my umbrella, not that people really want it. This is great content, but my umbrella. You know, you wrap a thing around, and it kind of keeps it together. Mm-hmm. The little Velcro broke, so my umbrella is always open. Oh You're kidding shit! Me. The end. I'm just yeah. glad you saved that <laughs> yeah. for the air. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's one of those things where I'm like, this has got to be like a, a towards the end of the show story <laughs> right. to get people to want to listen tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. Close to the umbrella story. <laughs> Surprised you're not saving it for the stage, to be honest. Yeah, like, no, it's a great one. And there's a lot of stuff to like, yeah, you know, yeah. you know, you know, you know. Yeah, I mean, I guess there is a strategy of just like I, uh, you could just dress for whatever the weather was yesterday. Yep, that's true. And it would usually be. Could be close. Yeah, but I don't own an umbrella. Yeah, I leave so many umbrellas at the cellar. But people that have an I'm, I live life like it's never going to rain again. I do not. Yeah, I don't have an umbrella. Right. You don't own one. No. No. But I'll buy one. That's the beauty of New York. You can just buy them. Right, right. Five bucks. I mean, yeah. there are other cities that also sell umbrellas. Really? That yeah. conveniently located? Is it every, del- every uh, yeah. deli? Well, you, they're also... Uh, they're very overpriced on a rainy day. Oh, oh, yeah. yeah. They they are, some really, homeless yeah. guy standing there selling a bunch, and you think he stole them because the yeah. umbrella has blood on it. Like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, he took this from somebody. <laughs> Fingernailing it. Yeah. Yeah. I was, uh, you'll probably actually really like this. We were talking about You're apartments. Sick? What? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> I was, uh, have you seen that Instagram account or whatever? I don't know if they have, they might have other social media that like follows New Yorkers to their apartments. 
Oh, they're like the one that they go, how much you pay in rent? Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I think it's fake, obviously, but they're going to, it's still interesting to see people's apartments. Yeah, and how much they pay. Yeah, and so like they show this girl who's got like this tiny little apartment and everything. They did it to Barbara Corcoran from Shark Tank. Oh, really? And yes. I was watching this video yesterday, and her apartment, it, it's not even an apartment, it's a house in a building. Like, I don't know. She says she's made a lot of money in real estate. I've never believed that that's yeah. true. Like, she doesn't invest in anything on that show, yes. except for the lobster truck. Well, that's she's really true. She, she never, she, she always never, hard pass. Always, because she doesn't have any money. Yeah. She's liked this place for 26 I, uh, years, though. She dropped a package off there 26 years ago, and she said she's wanted this place for, since the 90s. She's probably a squatter or something. She dropped a package off there and just never she left. She never left. But she's, I guess she finally went up on the market. Yeah. Yeah, you, if you look if you look at the video. $13 million, is that what it was? When she got it, it's probably oh, worth more, really? way more now. So I wanna, yeah. yeah. I'll bet you could get more than that. Yeah, if you look at, uh, yeah, it's on TikTok and Instagram and, I don't know, everywhere. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it's got like a big grand staircase and everything wow. in it. There's like nice paintings on the wall. It's ridiculous. I'm going to bid on Ivana Trump's place. They're selling Ivana Trump's old place, and it's a six-floor uh, townhouse. It's beautiful. It's, wow. like, it's a little. It's like eighties decor, like dark, deep reds. What are you going to bid on it? Because you'd have then you'd have to bid to make sure you had a little extra on the side to kind of update it. Well, they want twenty six million, <laughs> um, but the realtors are saying seventeen or eighteen. Um, so I'm thinking I could probably get it for eighteen five. Nice. You're gonna, you're gonna, you have it, do you have the eighteen five at the moment? I don't need eighteen five. What do you need? Uh, the deposit, which would be twenty percent or ten percent, which is one eight five at the moment. Pittance. Do you have one eight five? I don't actually. <laughs> <laughs> no, nothing close. Yeah, the, or any sort of. Uh, no. Do you think the mortgage payments would be? Yeah, they're doable. Gonna be, they're gonna be rough. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The maintenance are, fee on that thing. Oh, uh, mm. but I, I don't. It's a. Uh, I guess so. It's a. It's a, a townhouse. So I don't know what your main, who your maintenance fees go to. Yeah. But it's really nice to see a giant grand staircase in New York. Ooh, yeah. Lovely. When I first moved here, I lived, I had a roommate, she was 75, and we had a two-level apartment. You live with a 75-year-old yes. person? Um, lady? Lady, yeah. Lady? Yeah. Lady? Yeah. Uh, well, she was my girlfriend, Sam. No, uh, no, no, we didn't, we didn't hook up. We thought it would be best if we were just friends. But, uh, we did, it was a big apartment, West Village. Where'd you find her? Uh, yeah. It was through a friend. Nice. Yeah, through a wingman, I guess I should call him. That's dope as hell. (laughs) What happened to her? She dead? Uh, no, 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 she, she moved to LA. She moved to, she moved to LA. Yeah. Yeah. To do what? Pursue it? What is she? Uh, pursuing acting? <laughs> yeah, she's an actor. That's and yeah, yeah. No, no, her face, she had family, but you didn't. We, I lived there for years. It was an eight minute walk from the cellar. It was amazing. You lived there with her for years? Yes, I did, yeah. Were you a caretaker? Uh, no, we were just like roommates. She was cool. And you guys just chilled? Just, yeah, we chilled. Did you ever hear her in the other room? Uh, no. No, but I... Would you get ma- jealous when she fucked other people? Yeah. <laughs> Did she ever call you late at night and go, Phil? Yeah. And you go, what? And she say, I had an accident. <laughs> She's laying on the couch with her diapers she, loaded. She was, <laughs> Did you have to change her? No, she was She was cool. Of all the roommates, and I have did the math, I've had probably like 40 different roommates. And really? Yes, and she, she was, no, she was really cool. Stories about the city oh. in the 70s. Is your lady uh, you're with yeah. now jealous of the relationship that you had with the 75-year-old? Uh, she's jealous of the passion. Yeah. Um, yeah do you sure. ever talk to her anymore? 
Uh, yeah, we keep in touch a little Seances? bit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> From beyond. Yeah, you ever fucking pick up a Ouija and say hello? Say hello to the old bag? <laughs> no, she's she's still alive, living the life in L.A. Yeah, did you guys have your own rooms? You share a bed? What was the deal? Uh, yeah. Separate rooms. Okay. Different sides of the apartment. It was an incredible <laughs> setup. You guys go half-seas? Uh, I don't know how the rent broke down, but it, it was, it was uh, affordable. For you, for me, yeah. yeah, yeah. So I don't know. I don't she know. She wanted a young buck around sure, the house, yeah. didn't she? You ever she come back to... from the road and find a gray pube on your pillow? <laughs> no, yeah. no, I did not. Yeah, but uh, yeah, no, it was, with it a was stallion, a... didn't she? Yeah, she did. It yeah. was a great young Canadian it, buck. It, it was a great. It was a great. Yeah, I dressed like a mountie around the apartment. <laughs> That's she, cool. No, we had a. No, it was a great. It was a great thing. I won't have you guys um, talk. Poorly about it. Not at all. We're raving about her. Everything's yeah. awesome. I know. She fucks. She shits her diapers. <laughs> yeah. She rules. Yeah. You fuck her if you could say. Oh, place, in a right? second. Yeah. Oh, they're yeah. cheap. In I a mean, second. There had to be something going on. If Two levels. Oh shit. Yeah. Did you get your own level? Uh, we lived on the same level. Nice. What was in the lower level? Yeah. Lower, the lower level was the apartments. You walk in, there was a, a washroom and kind of, I guess you call it like a dungeon up top. And then, <laughs> like uh, a sex. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. No, there was washroom and stuff up top. And you go down living room, separate uh, living quarters. It's beautiful. That's up top? Nice. Uh, no, downstairs. Because well, she couldn't get up the stairs? Uh, no, she was quite mobile. <laughs> she was? I bet yeah. she was. I bet she was. Olivia Soprano chair. Yeah. Yeah, she had that electric uh, chair on the stairs? No, yeah. she was up and down those stairs. You bet she was. Yeah, oh, I bet yeah. she was. Yeah, yeah. 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 More th- down than up. <laughs> oh, That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Phil oh, likes yeah. those legs in shape. <laughs> yeah. oh, Firm. Yeah. Keep oh, those yeah. hips moving. It was a good living situation. I we were friends. Was. You ever hit her life was. alert? <laughs> just to see what happens. <laughs> you ever threaten her? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, we, we got along. She I honestly was one of my coolest roommates. Yeah. Did you do drugs with her? Uh no, we did not. We did not do drugs. I was I was I long out of my drug stage. Would it be funny if that's what the relationship was? It was very polite. There was no sex, but Phil would do coke off the tips once in a while. Politely, yeah. Oh wow. That's not, we have different lifestyles. Um, you know, it's nice. But yep. you, and, you and I mean, I felt like maybe if you're just sitting there and it's like, what's the connection? You guys are just going home and doing acid together, and just yeah. going on these amazing XC. But yeah. yes, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, no. Yeah, huh. she would do ayahuasca, scream, this <laughs> shit out the window. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Did you guys like have similar interests? Uh, no. She was really big on the home and garden network, and, and you didn't like that as much. I mean, I would. Yeah. We chat. We definitely chat every day. You would, sure. Absolutely, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, absolutely. Wow. Did you guys bond dyslexia, dementia? Hey, they both probably <laughs> <Yeah>. do. <laughs> How many years? Uh, I would live there like probably three years. Okay, yeah, three years. I've yeah. only had one set of rooms. How many rooms have you had? A lot or no? Just your wife? Uh, no, the fir- when I I did a Craigslist thing when I first uh, moved to LA. Oof. Yeah, where I didn't know either guy, and then we cycled through roommates, and then after the first five years, that's when uh, I moved into a place with my wife. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, I've only had a couple. I did Jim Florentine was my roommate, and then uh, his two of his girlfriends, like you know, like one yeah. after the other. That was it. But did you bring home ladies like when Absolutely. you were with the seventy five year old? Yes. And would she like? Would she ever jump in on it? Yeah, uh, or no, jump but- in on it. You know what I'm saying? No, she was. I for some reason I would tell women you know I live with like a, an older lady and uh, no she was cool we're just she, friends though don't worry about it she was super friendly and cool who is this when you're I would, bringing home when I would bring uh, yeah Jim you're kind of an expert on like the sort of strange side of sexuality sure and that's, I'd say that without uh, offense yeah, intended absolutely 
You think the old lady was listening in to Phil betting women? A hundred percent. Like while okay. Phil was fucking putting it to him, yeah. she was there backing up onto a wall dildo. Gotcha. Gotcha. Is this a missing cuke scenario? <laughs> yeah, no, no. She was in those ones that you glue to the wall. Oh, suctioned. A yeah. wall dildo. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Did she have wall dildos? Uh, uh, she probably hung her coat yeah. on them. She didn't know what they were. Great. Yeah. Question. Where's Waldo? Um, <laughs> no, no. I, Waldo's. It was so big. The apartment was so big. I don't think she could have uh, heard. Oh, I bet you the know? apartment. You don't was. think she kind of? Yeah. Would, would you yeah. shut your door? I'd shut my door. She you don't think she'd walk over to the door? Uh, we. I don't know. I. I don't. I the don't. old glass to the ear, dildo, and you know. <laughs> yeah. I don't. I mean, that is the old routine. But no, <laughs> yeah. I don't. I don't know. I don't. I don't believe so. Why right. didn't you stay when she left? Or was it just too unaffordable? Yeah, no. I think she probably had taken moved the out before sure. she. I yeah. I moved in uh, with the girlfriend. I moved in with a girlfriend. Who was she jealous? Uh, the no, no, lady? no. Because we, we remained friends. But no, so I left oh, to wow. live with uh, a woman. Would she ever pop by to listen in? Uh, she popped by no because it was a different neighborhood. But I'm sure. Gotcha. If, yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> I, if she had the yeah. opportunity. I was just in the neighborhood. I just wanted to see what's going on. <laughs> Two in the morning. She sounds drunk. Yeah. Yeah. So wait, you could. Oh, and then she moved. And yeah, by she then... moved. So I left, and then oh, and then she moved to LA. Did she own the apartment? Uh, no, no. But she lived oh, there for you... oh. years. She lived there since the seventies. Rent Been control passed down from uh, generation. I believe it was quite affordable. Yeah, like a fucking uh, what do they call that? Passed down. Um, rent control. Rent control. No, but you can give it to somebody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If it's in your family, though. Oh. Not just some young comic you're yeah, fucking. Yeah, just that yeah. guy slinging dick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you gotta, you gotta be more than uh, fuck buddies. Yeah, I understand. Too, uh, to, hard to give up a nice apartment, though. Yeah. Did the first time you see, did you, <laughs> first time you saw her vagina, did you say, ooh la la? Hey, speaking uh, of that. Speaking of that, my comedy special on my YouTube channel, ooh yeah. la la, yeah. racking up wow. views. Yeah? Yeah. I'm looking for the Sam and Jim Pop. Tonight. Oh, the Sam and Jim Pop is oh, yeah. huge. Yes, you, Jim and Sam Pop is actually better. Jim and Sam. Oh, that's right. That is. No, it's funny. I know, I he's dyslexic. Oh yeah, I am dyslexic. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was saying that. I was like, is that the order? But yeah. Anyways, I'm looking forward to that pop tonight. Yeah, yeah oh, it's coming. Phil it's Hanley, H A N L E Y. Phil Hanley on YouTube. The new special. Ooh la la. Ooh la la. Is available now. Everybody and I, and I, I wasn't even aware you had a special, but just the stand-up I've seen has been really, honestly, hilarious. Really oh, funny. thank you. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm sure the special is good. What do you promote, Jeremiah? I mean... Well, I, Jeremiah, by the way, is also... You mentioned yes. the stand-up on the spot, but tonight, you can see him at Verve in Somerville, New Jersey. Don't forget. Oh, tomorrow night. Yeah, Thursday. Tomorrow. It's yeah. Well, yeah, Thursday in Somerville, New Jersey. Even if he, it's not true, even though he's not here, yeah, Travis right. still fucking blew it. Yeah. It says tonight. Yeah. Oh. Do I honestly, Troy? Did I just sound like an asshole? Yes, and so is he. Luckily, you push the blame off, but Where he's not belongs. here, and he's still fucking shit up. He is he's still fucking <laughs> yeah. shit up. Yeah. After you're done uh, watching Ooh La La of uh, you know awesomely crafted jokes and stuff Thank like you. that, uh, come around and uh, if you want to see some improvised comedy right after that, stand up on the spots on YouTube and it's a bunch of different episodes and stuff like that you can watch for free. Excellent. So yeah. you're saying if you want to see some prefab stuff first, go ahead, but then you can see. The real, real shit. shit. The real, 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 real shit. shit. That raw shit. That raw, raw. That yeah. real, real. Yeah. Well, excellent, guys. And Jim, Paramount's coming up. Yeah, New Year's Eve is um, levity, and uh, Paramount pre-sale is still happening. They extended it till today because of Ticketmaster's disastrous meltdown yesterday. t oh, yeah. did it. Yeah, it, it was just hours of not being able to access. Um, and a lot of the good tickets are gone, but you can still get decent seats. So go there, and the password is Chin. 
Jeremiah Watkins, Phil Hanley, you guys are the best. Oh, yes, thanks, thanks for, for having us. Thanks for having us. Of yeah. course, anytime, and uh, we'll see you all tomorrow. This has been Jim Norton and Sam Roberts. 